Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Can it be my daylight clothes or is it just my daylight soul? What I do ain't make believe. People say I sit and try, but when it comes to being daylight, it's just me, myself, and, and I. Hey. Ooh, it's just me, myself, and I. I'm sorry, I can't help it. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, we're in the house for a Wednesday night edition. Of the Black Out Test podcast. I know. We're going to fuck them people up. Them, you know, people, we, they used to the Thursday schedule. Oh, shit, a day early. Y'all going to do Thursday too? No, we watching the draft. All right. Some people told me, like, hey, man, this is, uh, you know, the longest part of my week is waiting between Sunday and Thursday for a new show. Well, guess what, buddy? It's on Wednesday tonight. Yep. You get a day early. Yeah. So now you got a show a uh, day early when you show up to work. You got two days listened to it before the feedback show. Yes, you do. Um, And yeah, like Karen alluded to, the reason we're doing it today as opposed to, um, Thursday is because the Bobcats had a number pick, number two pick in the draft. Yes, and I need to be there to see how they fuck it up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We're gonna suck again. I'm, I, yeah. I'm a Bobcat fan. Yeah, we're gonna suck. Again. I'm sure many of you will be following me on Twitter at the time that I probably tweet something like, "Man, what the fuck?" or "Man, this is some bullshit." 
Who oh, is this dude? Oh, why they trade down? Yeah. What? <laughs> I like Thomas Robinson. So you guys will be able to see and go through my anguish with me live on the spot tomorrow. Yeah, around, everybody get mad at Michael Jordan. Yeah, around 7.15 or whatever, whenever we fuck up the pick. But um, hopefully Rich Cho is all about that, uh, all about uh, his making his good moves because he uh, made a good one uh, earlier in the week. And uh, I co-signed that shit. So hopefully uh, it turns out well. Let's just all keep our fingers crossed, people. We will see, sir. You know, after watching uh, my man LeBron win a ring for Miami. Yes, sir. Which, which is an expansion cha- uh, franchise that came in the league at the same time as the Charlotte Hornets. Yes, sir. You know, I can, only, I can only wish for the stars, you know. Oklahoma City got a team, and now they're somewhere up in the uh, finals. You know, maybe that could be us if we play our cards right and Michael Jordan just plays golf and stays away from the team. I hope so. Well, anyway, uh, what you're listening to is the Blackout Tips Podcast. You can find us a bunch of ways. Go to theblackouttips.com, uh, the email there, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, we also have the phone number 704-557-0186, um, where you can talk to us live on Saturday mornings or leave a message throughout the week. Um, you can also holler at us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. And the show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Um, you can donate your account by going to donateyouraccount.com slash T-B-G-W-T. Um, and you, when you're at the blackoutist.com, you can donate to the show. You can subscribe. You can go to the store. You can hit up our Tumblr, a bunch of stuff. Like us on Facebook. Go to the blackoutist.com. Check it out. You've been listening to the show. Go, go check out the website. Leave a comment. Vote in a poll. Uh, show some, uh, particular Participation, people. I, I saw some comments in there today about the last couple of shows, and I appreciate the people that took the time out to do that, man. We do. I, I know people hear this shit and they have things to say, things that they think, and uh, you know, I know it takes a little bit of extra time to reach out and to actually type something. So we appreciate everybody that does those, uh, especially the iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. We will read the iTunes reviews on the show, regardless of content, as long as it's what, Karen? Five stars only. That's right. If it's five stars. Then you got us. You got us, no we matter what you say. All right? But mm-hmm. um, if you if, if you don't want to be an asshole about it, then we won't. If you mm-hmm. want to say, here's four stars, but we love, I love you. Nope. I don't, I don't want to read it. Mm-mm. That's not love, okay? Nope. Love should have brought your ass home last night. <laughs> it sure should have and oh. did a five-star rating. Right. <laughs> Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. All right, man. Uh, it's cool when we don't have guests because I don't have to do all the extra like work. Just <laughs> go, go right into the show. Like the show might be only two hours, but at least uh, I got right into it. Yes, um, you did. All right, man. This show is sponsored. We only have one sponsor today, uh, and it's uh, a very sexy sponsor that deserves. A very sexy song. Uh, Karen, what, what kind of sexy song do you think I should play? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. I don't have anything. Oh, um. Crap. Crap. Oh, let me see. No, if I got no, that. no. <laughs> no, not that crap. That sounds pretty sexy. <laughs> that is not sexy at all. Mm, okay. Well, Karen couldn't think of anything, y'all. So uh. I guess it's up to me. To uh, do it by myself again, you know. No, that's just, I'm, I'm. Here, why don't we play this song? It's actually not very romantic, but people think it is. I don't know what song. This song that's is actually, old school right there. Yeah, this song is actually about uh, having sex with somebody. Tell them get the fuck out. 
Anyway. <laughs> well, a lot of people do this in real life. Speaking of which, fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Ladies, have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie or item that you can put on? Of course you have. Well, here's an offer to accentuate your titties. And you won't be able to resist it. Go to adamandeve.com. <laughs> and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item in the store. Am I joking, Karen? Nope. I'm serious. And this is like the last week to do it that I know of unless they extend, uh, you know, their sponsorship. Mm-hmm. So if you've been waiting. Uh, you better get on it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the time, dog. Um, but that's not all. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You think that would be all, but no. Nope. It said, we also have other things. You When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Yes, you do. Get the party started. Plus a free extra gift so sensual that they can't mention it on the radio. Shh. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. Which is the best part of the deal. It's not a game, people. No, it's not. They're not joking with you. Mm-mm. They're trying to get your dick wet. And your vagina. Yes, they are. So check out AdamandEve.com today for yeah. the special offer. They want everybody to have a good time. Even if you're fucking just a fuck, they don't care. Mm-hmm. Get 50% off of one item when you type in the code TBGWT for the offer code upon checkout. Yes, and sir. when you do, three free DVDs. Free extra gift. So goddamn central. Mm, have mercy. <laughs> and, and free shipping. That's serious, sir. I feel like y'all are ripping Adam and Eve off, so make sure y'all do it. It's the biggest rip-off Adam and Eve has since they've been into that apple. (laughs) Just use the offer code TBGWT when you go to check out at adamandeve.com. There you go, people. Man, I miss uh, the days of this old R&B. Remember when R&B, where you could, like, stop the song and talk to a woman? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That used to be the shit. Now, now this thing is just like, girl, I want to fuck. Yeah, drop your drawers. Yeah, it ain't even no like. They don't even play metaphors and straight up panty dropper. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't trying to be slick no more. Just drop them drawers, girl. I was listening to um, <laughs> I was listening to what's that nigga? Uh, he had a song with two chains. Um, the fuck is that dude's name? Start with a T. Something. Anyway, I was listening to this nigga. He came on as an R and B song. He started off and he was like, <laughs> the. Heart- the hardest nigga in R&B. I was like, what? Come on, T.I. Um, no, I, I could find the song, actually, man. But, um, yeah, he was like, it's the hardest nigga in R&B. And I was like, but it's R&B. <laughs> right? Don't you, like, mean, don't you mean the slowest nigga in R&B? R&B supposed to be relaxed? That's what I thought, man. Like, when when did we start um really being like, yeah, I'm the hardest nigga in. Um, is it Trey Songs? I see people saying. Trey yeah, Songs. I think I think it is Trey Songs, man. Um, I think I had this song on my um, on my uh, on my list. Uh, Two Chains. Oh yeah, it was the Oh My Remix. Listen to this shit, man. Listen to this nigga. You know we had to do the remix, right? DJ Drama. Whoa. Whoa. 
Mr. Steal Your Girl. So R&B niggas don't even got honor no oh, more. Oh, Mr. Steal Your Girl? Yeah. Don't is this even... Joe? <laughs> right, right. First of all, Joe is Mr. Steal Your Girl. Oh, he created that yeah. genre of music. Joe will come up and instigate an argument with you and your girl. Yes, while he it... tries to sex her down on the rug. Yeah. And like then... your man won't do. And Dirty Mac and did Dirty Mac her right out of your face. Just <laughs> Yes. He be like he just walk up to her and tell her all kinds of lies and shit like I take you out on a night cruise on, on a yacht. yacht. I'm like dog I'm like, dog, come on. You know you ain't about to do that, Joe. But it don't matter. Yes, I can fuck you all night long. Nobody can fuck all night long, right. sir. Nobody. He just needs you to believe that your man won't do these things. And then he will, and then mm-hmm. he takes her from you. But yeah, so right there he start off lying, Mr. Steal Your Girl. Here we go. We we really put we put, <laughs> we put nigga in our in our, our, our R and B songs. songs. We uh, ain't just supposed to be sexy time. We put nigga in the R and B. What the fuck are the kids fucking do these days? I don't know. I like some of it, but some of it I, I I can't rock with. I think are the kids even fucking anymore? Are the kids? I mean, like I'm assuming at this point, you just lose your your virginity like ghetto gaggers. Like that is sex now. Like, I'm just going to shove my cock in your mouth. It's Mr. Steal Your Girl. You know what? That is sex, but children are, a lot of people are so stupid. A lot of people don't think that is sex, but it is, sir. No, I'm, I'm talking about, nah, they do the whole thing in Ghetto Gaggers. They fuck them, too. I'm oh. just saying, it's, it's all rough and nasty. I'm assuming that's what sex is now for kids. Cause, no. Because, I mean, you can't even fuck to this music. Listen Treat to this. Treat me gentle. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, oh, my God. When they get see the ass up on that bride. Oh, my boot is not retarded. See, you heard him? You heard him? Listen. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Like, there's honestly 36 seconds of this song you don't fucking need. Like if I if I was if I was producing this song, this is how the song would sound. Hold on, there you go. I would take that out. So my song would actually start like this: take all that shit out, and I'd be like, "Oh, coming up next, uh, Trey songs song about fucking." Yeah, thank you for listening to the Blackout Test Radio. <laughs> like you don't need any of that other shit in this song, man. Why did he even and, have and, that? And the thing about it, I know sometimes just with a want a good hard fuck, but sometimes you do, you want to be treated like you are somebody. I mean, it's not even like, but that's none of that. What he said is about fucking, and it's not. It's about being the hardest nigga in R&B. He will steal your girl. He's talking to dudes. He's not even talking uh, to women yet. <laughs> oh, so so what he do? He he pushed that to wear her high heels and was like, hey boy, I'm talking to you. He it's like it's like he's talking to a room full of dudes, and then he seen a chick walk up and was like, oh shit, that booty so retarded. But uh, fellas, before I leave, when it comes to R&B shit, I'm the hardest. So don't y'all, don't y'all, don't ever get it twisted. And I don't envy the kids fucking these days, man. Mm-mm. Y'all ain't got. I mean, I'd rather have that. Uh, you know, I'd rather have at least a little bit of uh, Jodeci or something. At least them niggas was singing about fucking. <laughs> yeah, now there was. They they were singing about it. And I don't think they was using nigga in those songs either. Like it's trigger nigga. <laughs> whoa, whoa, no. no. Nigga, I'ma steal your KC, girl. KC and JoJo may have did a lot of things, but that's one thing they ain't doing the songs. Yeah, 
all right man let's do some podcasting let's do this sir i got a few random thoughts and then we got a bunch of articles and shit that we can talk about for a while um so we went to the movies the other day mm-hmm. and you, you know the guy who takes the tickets uh he was like in a wheelchair or something like that mm-hmm. and uh i don't know if he got this because he was in the wheelchair or this is something they give out but he had one of those cool ass secret service walkie talkie things he did didn't he yeah like the sleeve phone thing where you have like the it's connected <laughs> to your ear and then you kind of can talk into it yeah, I was and I thought, nigga, he undercover, man. He must run the fuck with him. Yeah, twice. Right. just up here on us. <laughs> and it's, it's weird because you only see those uh, headset things at the lowest of the low jobs or the best of the best. You never see them anywhere else. You only nope. see, it's only like the Secret Service and like top flight security for, you know, bodyguards and stuff like that for uh, like celebrities have them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like McDonald's true like how come people in the middle don't have that shit like couldn't a mechanic use that like the key from coming out for the yeah, garage yes like you couldn't just hit the dude at the counter and be like yeah it's gonna be about 20 more minutes on this oil change over and then you just turn around to me at the counter like yeah it's gonna be 20 instead of like uh let me go check and then he leaves for 20 yes. minutes and he comes back 20 minutes later it's done i'm like well shit of course it's done it's been 20 minutes <laughs> shit should be done sir yeah i'm the only one in here but, um, yeah, I was wondering how come nobody else has those, man. So, I don't know. It's like Best Buy and the Secret Service are the only motherfuckers that have walkie-talkies in America. I would like a walkie-talkie yeah, for my job. Yeah, Best Best Buy do that shit, too. You be standing there talking to, especially um, Best Buys that are badly ran. You be saying, we need somebody over here at the radio section. Right. Wait a minute. Um, They'll be over here in about 20 more minutes. I've been already waiting 20 minutes. Like, wouldn't you like that for your regular-ass desk job? Hell yes. Like, hey man, why you up? Why don't you pick that up from the printer from? Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Over. <laughs> I will play with that shit. So I don't bring think me a I soda. Need that. Bring me a soda from the break room if you're going. All right, thanks man. <laughs> yes. Appreciate that, dog. Go ahead and get me a donut too. Why yeah? Yeah. Is that report done? I don't know. Let me ask Karen. Is that report done? Uh, Nighthawk. Over. <laughs> yes, it is done. All right. Over. Yeah, you gotta say over to finish it. But yeah, I was just, I was just thinking, man. I thought that shit was cool. Um, also at the movie theater, uh, Karen said something funny. We were, uh, in a theater and apparently they added a new warning between the trailers mm-hmm. and the actual movie. And it was something about watching your step, look out for spills, mm-hmm. don't trip over the seats, go to the, ne- the, the nearest exit where they were located at. Right, and it was just and like it was like they had added some stuff to that because I've seen the one about where the exes are located mm-hmm. and the trash cans, but I never seen the one about watching step and the, and the seats and tripping and stuff. Um, and Karen was like, they must have gotten sued. Yep, that's and I, when I, you change warnings. Right, it makes sense because that's the only time that places like that start issuing these new things where it's like, hey, you know, don't don't do that, you know. And like the NBA after the the malice in the palace. Uh, we when you would go to the games and still now doing the halftime, they would tell uh, people to sit in their seats, don't throw shit out there on the floor. Yes, yeah. money talks. The other thing I noticed about the movies too in the previews, um, and I don't know if other people notice this or not, but um, you know when they have the uh the warning for like turn your phone off and turn it down and mm-hmm. stuff. Does anybody else notice that there's two different types? There's at least every movie I've been to where they have it, it's almost it's one that tells you to turn your phone completely off. 
Yes. It's always like the, at the before the movie starts, it's always one that's like, uh, turn your phone off. And then one of them is like, and then go here to see what your phone was dreaming about while it was asleep. I'm like, well, okay, we're going, <laughs> we're going a little too fucking far with the phone cuteness. Like, let's just turn the fucking phone off. We don't need to go through all the history. Uh, like, and then turn uh, a cartoon. Uh, you can play this video game app of, uh, mm-hmm. of your phone. And it, and it's, uh, all the things it does when it's off during the movie. It's like, okay, we get it. People shouldn't fucking have their phones on. Yep. And then when you actually get into the movie, they play another one that just tells you to put your phone on silent. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and put it in your pocket or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. they need to make up their mind. That's a mixed signal. Cause now, I go back in my phone and on my pocket and turn my phone back on because I was like, "Oh, that's right, I don't got to turn it off. <laughs> I could have just put it on solid, you know." Uh, for idiots. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I'm not a big fan of people having phones in in the uh, in the theater and, anyway, but and, and, I don't think you should have to turn it off or and you, whatever. Just turn the sound off. Yes, that's all we're asking. I think. And don't take a call. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, don't take a call. And also, I think that when we had um. Uh, Twib radio on mm-hmm. Elon and Eljo and Aaron. I agree that they actually need a theater just for people that want to have their phones. Yeah, I would love like, to like have that, that. that, but it needs to be separate because I don't want to be in there with them. It annoys me. Yeah, I, I would like to have a theater where people actually get set, get up, and live tweet movies. I think that could be cool. Like maybe you rent out a theater or you have special showings where it's like, no, you can bring your cell phone in. A live tweet. Actually, a live tweet. Make a, make a big deal out of it. Say, like hey, a social media, you know, tweet up. If they were smart, they would do that. Yeah. As much as Twitter has and Facebook and stuff is like it invaded our lives as much as uh, live tweeting. I love live tweeting things that I'm watching. I don't know why you can't just do that. Like have a live tweeting session at a theater and you know don't worry if people have phones or not it's no big deal like everybody's there to just uh you know enjoy the movie and tweet it up but but let me know like some like if it's something that i really really want to see last thing i want to see is the bright lights and the ringing and the dinging but it's some bullshit yes i tweet straight through well not just that i mean it's your option obviously you wouldn't be surprised i mean you bought it, it would be an event. Like, hey, this is a live tweet up. And it, and it would give them a reason to charge two extra dollars per ticket. Like, because they need that. They need more reason to charge us. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. T- speaking of Twitter, the other day I was on Twitter. At, I was at work. And um, I saw, like, a couple people in my timeline going off about something. I couldn't really tell what it was. Okay. You know, so it's just like, yeah, uh, um. I got uh, yeah, uh, like I, I, I'm tired of this this stuff with with people thinking that everybody can just go out here and have sex. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that is, but that person seems pretty mad. Oh, then I'm looking at like the next entry on my timeline. It's like, yeah, I mean, first of all, is that even old enough to consent? Or man, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. That's just crazy or something. And I'm like, what are they talking about? Oh, so I'm scrolling up and down my Twitter and stuff, looking for it and shit. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I think they're talking about apparently some grown man or something slept with a 16 year old girl. Oh, so, you know, Twitter does that thing where they start having these debates out of nowhere where it's like, is a 16 year old girl who, uh, you know, for in some states, that's that's the over the age of consent. Yes. In some states. Yes. Yeah. So are they able to, or is it creepy? Is it wrong for a grown man, say a 25, 28-year-old, something like that, to date a 16-year-old? What do you think? 
I have an issue with that because you a grown ass man. They are women that will fuck you for free. Why are you mess with people's children? Right, right. That like, like that's. I don't care how a bigger titties is, a bigger ass is. They are grown women that will give it to you for free. Um, I, I, yeah. I have an issue with that, and that's how niggas get shot, mess with somebody's child. And it looked like people were kind of ganging up on uh, somebody that was defending it. And it, I don't want to say her name, but she's been on the show before. And I don't know if she even wants to be associated with the stuff she said or not. And, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. But she was saying how she was 16 and she used to, that's all she would date was like 24 year olds, 25 years. Like it was nothing to her. And it was okay for her to bring them home and meet her parents and all that stuff. And I was like, that's crazy, right? In my mind, it is too. Just, just for the simple fact that. It's a certain level of maturity that a 16 year old has and certain things they haven't experienced in life. You're not, and, and, and you're just naive to a lot of shit. And a lot of times to them dudes, you just pray. Like, I don't mean right. to harm, like, you just simple, easy pray. You know, they take you out, they buy you shit, you know, they, they do little simple stuff for you, but they're not gonna treat you like they treat a grown ass woman. They're not gonna get, a lot of them not gonna even give you the same respect they to do a grown ass woman. And a lot of the times, hate to hurt the feelings, 60 year old, you ain't the main one. They fucking somebody else. Well, I mean, even bigger than that to me is like, first of all, that like that says something about your home life, too. Yes. You know, your parents are really be. I don't know if if she said that they I don't know if she was saying she did bring them home or she was saying if she would have, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But um, I think. If that's not a big deal, I would look at someone's parents sideways. Like, really? Yeah. A sixteen-year-old and twenty-something-year-old, and and I, and I, coming to your house—that's that's not—that's nothing to be like sideways at your kid for. Like, yeah, and and you know, and um, go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. I guess, I guess, and even for me, I'm I'm 33, and you know, if I was single or something like that, I probably wouldn't fuck with anybody under the age of 21. Probably under the age of 25. Because I'm like, you know what? No. Because for me, I don't even want to get caught up. I don't want to get you know, kids lie. You fuck around and, and, and you think you with a grown person. That's thing you know, you get locked up and they hauling your ass to jail. I'm just saying like, think about people you know that are 16 years old. Who could take that seriously in a relationship? And 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 that's my point. And and it just for the fact that you change as a sixteen year old, definitely they change as a grown adult. And my thing is that how serious are both parties taking a relationship? You know, and a lot of times to a child, well, because well, sixteen year old, you technically you are a child. You know, in your mind, you're like, okay, I got somebody. You know, if y'all fucking, you know, it's the best thing I ever had. He buy me shit. Mm-hmm. I know these little boys can't buy me nothing. You know, type of thing. And it's not even like you gotta buy a sixteen year old some great nope. shit. You don't have to. I mean, do you, a can lot. Buy, you can buy a sixteen year old some fucking candy, and for it's, all, it's like they're sixteen. They're still a fucking kid. And like someone in the chat room, I saw said these the hood rats that hate the rice. He was talking about. No, no. I'm talking no. about every. No. Every person at 16 is fucking stupid. No. Every last one of y'all. Me included. Everybody included. A grown-ass adult should be able to mentally manipulate a fucking 16-year-old of any fucking gender 
if they want to because they're adults and that's why we have the laws that say stay the fuck away from them because you know a creepy ass pervert might do that and, shit and, and and the thing is that uh people and 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 i think the thing that upsets me is that people think okay you're 16 you're fast but the thing is that people fuck but the yeah. thing is that the issue that i have with is that sometimes people just want to say well you're hood right no these are normal girls who grow up to be normal people nothing wrong with them that, you right. know but at the same time people just assume these certain things versus putting responsibility on the adult to be the adult and not fuck with that child right and it's just weird because like i think she has a child so i was like i didn't ask her but i was just wondering like if you have a child like and they brought home say a 25 year old when they were 16 would you not even think anything about that you know what i mean like i you like i know it's twitter and people want to be right and people Mm -hmm. all have their personal experiences and i mean it's obviously all subjective and stuff but it was just weird to read someone defend that, you know. And um, yeah. go ahead. And 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 I, and I guess I guess for me, is is very weird because, like I said, sixteen and even eighteen year olds could be manipulated, even in college, right? You know, and you know, you still have the mind of a child, and it's not the to to demean or, or or anything like that. But you make you you make stupid decisions, you do dumb shit at that age. Yeah, like who? Like here's the other thing, like. If it's so not taboo and not a big deal, how come I never met the guys who were hanging out with 16-year-olds? How come nobody that was 25 brought a 16-year-old to any of our house parties and like, hey, man, it's my girlfriend. Uh, she's a sophomore in high school. Like, no, none of, nope. I don't know anyone who's ever done that. Like, uh, I'm 33 years old. I've known numerous men. I've had friends. I've all this stuff in my entire existence. I still have not met the dude who was flaunting bringing an underage girl out. I will look at you like you sideways, like you lost yeah, your mind. I got a feeling there's a lot of uh, of VCR dates when you're 16. There's oh, a lot of let's, a, a lot why don't of, we just order a pizza and watch some movies? And with the technology, a lot of Skype, a lot of FaceTime, yeah. a lot of iPhone time, a lot of Google Plus chats. Like y'all ain't really getting up. Yeah, like you're that. so you're so smart. You're not like the rest of them. You're so mature, and that's why I like you so much. I, I know, because you're and, fucking and, sixteen. And, and my thing is that what kind of conversations can you really have? I'm not trying to be funny. Can you really have with a sixteen year old? I'm assuming it's mostly with your dick in their mouth. I, like, there's no yep, fucking that, thing that that a sixteen year old is gonna say that's gonna like fucking enlighten you as a grown ass no. person with bills. I don't like. I just don't believe this shit, man. So I don't, like I, like hearing that and seeing people some people defend it it was just like weird because like really literally on twitter there is someone that will defend every fucking thing yep no matter how bizarre no matter how crazy or irrational or illogical it is and truth be told sometimes i don't even think that people believe that shit sometimes they argue just for the sake of fucking arguing yeah like i mean because if it like i said if it's not a big deal then how come you don't see like a 25 year old bringing uh coming to a prom Right, all of a sudden it's, it's weird. Then, right, you like you never see these people together out Come in public. On. No, you don't. <laughs> it's, it's but it's the reason why because people will have issues with it. And one thing about here in America, we got laws against that shit. In other countries, it might be another story. But here, you can't just be walking around and, and marrying and going off with other people's children. Right, like that's somebody's kid, man. And like, I and I think that's the issue I have with it. It's somebody's kid. I know how I was at sixteen, and you you can't um, fathom that one day. Okay, this was creepy. Like as you get older, right. you're like, okay, why why did he really want me, male or female? Why did she really want me? You know, why are they trying to come on to me? 
and it, I don't know, it's just a weird scenario. And my thing is that they should have the laws. The law should stand. Like you say, if it's legal, yeah, but I don't like belly legal shit. I like to know that my <laughs> porn is real. Yeah, I like, I don't know, man. And then, like, you know, at, at 25, that means, like, you got to be listening to fucking uh, Trey songs and shit, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you're a grown-ass man with, like, bills, and you can rent a car. Come but on. You, but you got to listen to, like, Trey songs. Rent a hotel room. Come on, dog. Right? You got you like, you you can't go down our house and shit. Like, it's... No. I'm sorry, man, but if you don't find that fucking uh, insane, uh, some like... Like, can we not have any lines? Is there no point where we can just be like, yeah, that's fucking a little bit weird. And I guess for me, like I said, the thing is that you can't drink a beer with them. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just certain shit that they can't, they can't even vote. Come on, dog. Can't even drive. May not even have a learner's permit. Like, you can't even use a reference, like, hey, the Atari had its 40th uh, anniversary today. What's What's an Atari? Atari? That's going to be the very next question. Oh, you know, Ping Pong, Donkey Kong. What are those? What are you talking about? Are you talking about his old songs? Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I, like, I just, when I saw that, I was just like, we've gotten to a point where somebody will have to defend anything. And part of me thinks, you know, um, obviously armchair psychi- psychiatrist right quick. Whenever somebody says something like that, I feel like it's kind of like how child abuse victims sometimes grow up to be abusers of children. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure I can take your opinion the the most, uh, you know, as the most um, legit on this. If you were a person who, in my opinion, was mentally abused by a fucking, you know, somebody over 25 when you were 16. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like to me, that person mentally abused you, sexually abused you because you didn't know no fucking better. Like, nope, you're not equipped with the right ment- mentality to fucking go out into the world and fend for yourself at 16. Like 99% mm-hmm. of people just aren't. And you know, if, if your parents letting you do that, then I, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that, man. Like, nope. it seems fucking odd to me. Like it's, it's odd to me when there's like a, uh, at this point when there's a four year gap in high school mm-hmm. and there's like a senior dating a, a freshman, like that's odd. Like an 18 year old and a 14 year old is odd. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's that's odd too. You know, so like twenty five and and and, and, and sixteen, and and I, and I guess the issue that I have with it is that a male or female, a lot of people are just getting into their sexuality. You know, right. don't even know who they are, what they like, you know, or anything. And right. then you have somebody manipulating uh you in in manners that are that you might not even be comfortable with or you might not even think that's right or wrong or might not even have an opinion on it yeah. it's just for the fact that i think that it's just wrong like and that's just me it's just wrong i'm i'm sorry yeah like i i mean i have i guess that's one of the lines that i'm not willing to cross for people no like, cuz i'm not going to jail right well no no i'm not talking about me personally i'm talking about like the idea is one of those lines that I'm not willing to see the other side on this. Yeah. I'm not willing to be like, well, there must be some 16 year olds who can handle it. That's like saying to me, that's the same as being like, there must've been some kids that can handle Sandusky's abuse. Like, no, no. that like the no. person and the person dating you is a fucking pedophile or something's wrong with them. And it doesn't. And she was like, you know, I knew what I wanted. And I was trying, you know, I was coming on to these guys. I was trying to holler at them. And it's like, I don't care. 
because yeah they should have been the, adult enough to right. turn you down and tell you to get out they face i guarantee these people don't have much going on or like i said if you do date them i bet you they're not taking you to meet the mama no and i got a feeling i just got i got a weird feeling and, that, that you're not making it to thanksgiving dinner with your 16 year old and, and and the thing is that they don't have to do shit none of that they don't have to be shit like they could be living in their mama's basement you know i mean you know what i'm saying right. like like a lot of times 16 year olds really don't even know what being grown is all about yeah, a 16 year old so mature they have a light they've had a license for two days they've you know yes. they they've never paid a bill they've never uh had to pay rent like but but you know they're mature enough to fucking you know go have sex with a 25 year old i'm sorry man i felt like she got like uh, it was like like i said it was like talking to an abuse victim who was like no uh that that pedophile didn't touch me i wanted to be touched it's like nah it doesn't matter what you wanted that's, i know so that's not supposed sh- to happen they should have known better nation that touched you yeah there's a lot of 16 year olds that you just had to turn to and be like your fast ass needs to go sit down and get out my face yeah so i don't know man and then and then like uh classic material was trying to come in and i guess play devil's advocate or something or i don't know if he was just joking or trying to believe it but he was like uh you know uh when in the movie the movie juice nobody had a problem when uh that fine ass woman uh slept with gq it's like nigga one that's a movie number one true number two who said nobody had a problem it's still fucked up when grown women do it to boys that's right like it's still fucked up just because our society is like always applies men's uh you know sexuality and stuff yep it doesn't make it right for somebody to be taken advantage of as a fucking child it's still fucking wrong man and a lot of people act like the boys uh it's not um affecting them too for a grown woman to throw herself on you like that can affect him yeah it can start your growth all kinds of shit as much as it does for a girl but i think for some reason when a dude uh messes with the girl everybody gets in the uproar uproar of when it's vice versa you know everybody oh you got that old pussy no this shit's still wrong so since he was trying to play devil advocate i i basically told everybody on twitter that he was defending pedophiles and uh to go (laughs) go talk to him because fuck that man i hate when people do that it's like man you see i'm making a good point here why you fucking with me so i had to <laughs> had to throw him to the wolves <laughs> let him meet him up yeah i went to his private to his d- d- direct messages i was like ha 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 nigga just had to let him know <laughs> they coming to get you yeah that was fucked up man how you gonna throw that nobody cares about those examples Mm-mm. but i mean it, he's like it's just a double standard it doesn't matter it's still not for me it's a one standard that's right it's don't fuck standard. kids stop kids, fucking kids male or female leave the kids alone yeah good and, and, and my thing is that I, maybe it's just me there's nothing about an underdeveloped girl or an underdeveloped boy or even if they overly develop, there's nothing about when you say age, it, that, that shit automatically turns me off. I don't know anybody. Right. When you say, oh, I'm 16. What, girl? You got a 12-year-old sister? Fuck that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand how, how that's turn on. Right. Yeah. Um. The other thing I was thinking about, because uh, someone brought up the age of consent thing, to which we've talked about on the show before. We talked about Lawrence Taylor. And I basically said uh, him, Hugh Hefner. Uh, R. Kelly, even if that was the age of consent, uh, it still would be creepy to me. Yes. Even if there was no law against it, it's still fucking creepy. Like, if, if, like, people were like, well, LT broke a law and that's why it's wrong. I'm like, okay, let's say it was Utah and the age of consent there is 14. So technically, fucking that 16 year old girl was not a crime. 
uh other than prostitution right mm-hmm. would people still be acting like it's not creepy it's, it's fucking creepy you're 50 and someone's 16 like it's ne- it'll those two things will and, never not be creepy and, and and the thing about it is that i don't care how big her titties is or how big her ass is when she opens up her mouth and starts saying dumb shit right you be like oh okay you a child you need to beat it right like what are you doing on a date with the fucking 16 hey let's go see twilight what are you are you, are you serious? serious? Yes, those are the type of questions that you start asking. <laughs> right? Are you for real? You want to go watch Kung Fu Panda too? Um, in mm. the theater, I think I might get arrested. I don't think I should yes. be out with you. No. Um. Anyway, I, I might go to the bar tonight. Oh no! Why don't we just go to Chuck E. Cheese? No. That's what I can do because I'm 16 and I can't drink. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I can't be with your friends. It's not creepy. God damn it! That Good. shit is creepy. You know what I was thinking about with the age of consent that's funny, though, is, um, you know, every state has, like, a different age of consent. And mm-hmm. they had all these, like, you know, they had to have, like, meetings on it and stuff. Yep. Like, can you just imagine, like, uh, par- your parliament or, like, uh, your House of Representatives or whatever. Can you just imagine a meeting, uh, you know, uh, c- city council or some shit. And it's like uh, a meeting. I bet you Like, you know that the age is probably an average, right? Yep. Like, that means that some dude, you know, they were like, all right, let's go around. Uh, tell you, we have a proposition to uh, set the age of uh, consent for for sex here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, Tom, what do, you, what do you think we should do? Uh, I think uh, the age should be 21. You can't drink until you're 21. Yeah. So it's probably the smartest that you don't uh, actually have sex until 21. And it's like, okay. Uh, what about you, uh, John? What do you think? Um, 18. You're old enough to fight for your country and your freedom. Then you might as well be old enough to have sex then, but not until you're old enough to be out of the house and legally an adult in the eyes of the law and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay. okay. 18. That. Uh, that makes sense. You know, there is a, the federal, you know, law for, uh, going to the army and stuff. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, and what about you, uh, Robert? Uh, 12? Is 12, is 12 good? No. Anybody else? Show of hands? Are you, are you know what they Just may Just me? Just you, me? You, okay. You, you know what they may have asked? How old are, um, with your wives when you married them? Right. You know, because this is years ago when, when, when people used to marry at really, really, really young ages. So they was like, you know what? Uh, me and my wife, we got married when we was 14. Right. Or uh, me and my wife, we got married when we was 16. Right. You, I mean, honestly, or they might. Well, be- before this, you know, there was no real law on the book. So it's like, no. as they're establishing the law, you know, I'm sure that's coming up too. Yes. But you know, there's like that one dude that's like even lower than everybody. Like, uh, I say 10. Seven? 10? Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're just throwing out numbers here, yeah, right, fellas? Yeah, yeah that, that's how we do. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a pedophile. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I'm not one of them. So uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I mean, I see everybody's going in double digits here, but uh, hate to break the trend, but I, I say we start with nine. You know, let's round up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's with me? And by the end, you know, they probably argued until they got to sixteen. I bet you they did. You know, you like know Utah, what? that means I somebody. Bet you they did. Yeah, Utah, that means some dude was like. Three. What's wrong with three? No, we got to raise that up <laughs> higher. I, I like to start them young. I won't. I won't touch her until I promise you. I won't touch her until she's grown. Like, it, like I guarantee that's what's happening, man. And the it's sad sick. part is that when they had this debate, they probably wouldn't have a nayray woman in there to be like, "Y'all niggas leave our kids alone." Yeah, it's like get out of here, woman. Get. get. I know. Beat it. Beat it, broad. More, more wine, wench. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we don't give a damn about what you think about our kids. I was talking uh, to somebody speaking of uh, underage drink uh, marriage and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody and they were saying that uh, they have a uh, like a, a close relation that is getting that just got engaged. Okay, and uh, he's about to get married, and both of the people getting married are pretty young, and they're gonna both be virgins when they get married. Okay. Um, what do you think about that? Getting married as a virgin in 2012. That's different because mm-hmm. most people have sex prior to marriage. I mean, if you choose not to, that's your right and your choice. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I, well, I'm I, not saying it should be outlawed. I'll just ask you your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it, it is because well, a, like a, a lot of people frown. An amendment. Yeah, a lot of people frown on shit like that and, and mm-hmm. act like that's just the worst thing ever in the world. But you know, if if you choose to do that, hey, who am I to stop you? Okay, yeah, obviously I, you can't stop it. I'm just asking, what do you thought about it? Like, do you think it's weird? You think it's cool? Whatever. Yeah, I, Would I, you do it for your self care? And I was just asking. No, but I just if if I had to do it all over again, it's a possibility I might wait, may, but um, in reality, no, it, it don't happen like that. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna go with uh, hell no. Like I don't even know why. Uh, that that's crazy. That's insane. No, I'm not getting married as a fucking virgin. I'm gonna try it out at least once. Like I think. If you're uh, about to get married uh, and you're a virgin, one of the requirements should be that y'all have to both watch all of the episodes of Strange Sex. Yeah, yeah. And I think after you watch that, you'll realize, huh, this shit is kind of important and I would like to know what I'm getting into. Cause, yeah, ain't that the truth. Like, remember that one woman that her uh, vagina hurt every time they had sex? Yeah. And it, it actually hurt the first time they had sex, but she just didn't say anything. Mm-mm. So years and years later, when they had a couple of kids, her husband was in the army, he was away for long periods of time, mm-hmm. and she would come home, he would come home. And sex would be unbearably uh, painful for her. Mm-hmm. And then she finally admitted it after this motherfucker was a couple kids in. They had been married for years. They had been together since like high school. Like She kept that lie all this time because she was uncomfortable with the idea. She was uncomfortable with sex. She was uncomfortable with admitting it and telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, she must not have had enough faith in that man that he was going to stay and work with her or True. whatever. You know, She was like, I'll just rather be crying after sex. And during sex, then to actually, you know, talk to this man about what the problem is. So, like, shit like that is, like, that's a red flag to me. That's scary to me. Now, obviously. But you said they was young. How young is young? I don't know. I, she wouldn't tell me the exact age. Okay. So, let's say below 20. Let's just go with 20 or some shit, right? Okay. First of all, I, and the thing is, I'm not saying it can't work. I think, um... What most people don't want to admit is that this whole love shit is a crapshoot. Like, people change and shit. You really got to get yes, lucky. They do. You really got to get it lucky and hope that they change with you. And I think less, I think more people probably should marry younger anyway, uh, to be quite honest. Like, most people are fucking up because, uh, you know, they've had so much experience to a certain extent that they've tainted, tainted their view of humanity and they've tainted their ability to believe in the improbable. 
and love and marriage is a very improbable thing and it's impractical to some extent so if you already seen the the scum of humanity you slept with married people you've seen yeah. uh people cheat you've seen people do people completely dirty and stuff like to a certain extent man you almost can't come back from that it's like those dudes that have sex with too many women that you know just that's all they want they want to quickly have sex with all these women and so then they go completely opposite when they get married and marry a virginal type chick because it's like they've seen so much scumbaggery that they're scared to trust somebody unless that person is a fucking rube like only a person that knows nothing about sex in their body could possibly uh stay faithful to me and you know what? You, they're going to be bored as shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter the long term for them. I'm just saying the things that lead to that decision are is almost when you see too much of shit. And, that, and like to a certain extent, people value experience too much. Like they value it a little too much, in my opinion, obviously. But like they value uh, having experience and having sex with so many people and dating so many people and going. Like they need, they feel like I need to know it all. And then they get to a point where honestly, you can't trust anybody because you've seen it all. True. Like you, like there's a certain a bit, uh, a bit of naivety or naivete. How do you pronounce that shit? That needs to, (laughs) um, that needs to be like intact for you to believe in all this shit. Like you know fairy tales and happy endings like for you to believe in that you need to keep a little bit part of yourself uh you know naive and a little bit stupid nobody wants to believe that shit everybody wants to go experience everything fuck everybody date this type of chick that type of chick this type of dude that type of dude get my own house get my own this and then they forget like there's a lot of experiences that if you would have had them together would mean more and would make you more um of a unit with a person true like, like there's a thing where it's like oh we worked our way up to get the first house together or to have that kid or to you know whatever and there's something to that you know as opposed to i got this house myself and then it's kind of like yeah well this is another experience that we're not really going to be able to have like even when we get move in together we get our own house together it's still not that first it's still not that that struggle you know that shit so i think there's something to getting married younger but i just wonder like i guess maybe it's just my personal thing i think if i was a virgin when i got married um i'd be under the covers with like a flashlight (laughs) a textbook and trying to figure out what exactly brian mcknight knows that i don't know like like i like i would be under there like Look at it, because that's just my personality, man. Like, if my computer ain't work, I'll be Googling shit with my laptop underneath the covers. Like, hold up. <laughs> it says this, the man under the hood. Where's the hood? Hold on. Where's the man? I don't see the man in a boat. <laughs> this whole thing is wrong. What the hell are they talking about? You lied to me, Google. You lied. Yeah. I mean, hopefully everything works out, man. Like, but it's just scary to me. Like, remember that one? Uh, I don't know if you remember this one story where a woman got married and on her wedding night, they found out that his specific semen gave her sharp needle-like pains anytime he ejaculated inside of her. Oh, like God damn, that was scary. And they were both virgins, and they waited until they got married to have sex. And it's just like scary, man. I mean, God bless you, man. If you're willing to take that chance, God bless you, but. I know my ass would be worried in a motherfucking dog. 
like what if this shit is whack and it just stays like this hey that's the truth but you know what man love is always a gamble and taking a chance so they just decide to take a chance sexually so uh you know that's cool that's cool um anyway man uh speaking of uh also speaking of pedophiles you talked about this a lot today mm-hmm. um you think captain hook was a pedophile mm-hmm Jason Peter Pan, yes, sir. Like, what the fuck did he want from he, the kids he, he chasing, at Never Neverland? He's chasing little boys in tights that could float around. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. Looking like fairies in their costumes. It was a little bit weird, right? He had the pedophile mustache. He had that hook. The pedophile hook. Yeah, who knows what that, you know, what that, where that hook's been. Uh, what it can do. Yeah. It's like <laughs> spitting on it and stuff. Like, come here, Peter Pan. Teach you how to fly. But yeah, I was just wondering, man. I wonder if he was a pedophile, dog. Who who I chases he around? Had, he had one eye. Yeah, he had one eye. But like, it, well, I don't know that. Wait, well, how is that a characteristic of pedophiles? Uh, that's his costume. Elon James has one eye, can no, that doesn't no. make you a pedophile? No, no, no. I, he, both of his eyes are probably good. He probably does that for the costume effect. Come on now. So you don't need. Th- oh, you just okay. All right, I'll roll with that. I don't know what that means. Because uh, <laughs> you know Peter Pan, all dressed in costumes. He probably dressed in the costume just to get Peter Pan to. So he's not well. even a real pirate. He just mm-hmm. he's just a man that dresses up, mm-hmm. try to get with little kids. Yep. I just I don't remember. Maybe it's just I haven't read the story or seen a movie in so long. I just honestly don't remember what captain hook was so mad at them kids for like it's like in my mind i'm just like going back like yo i think he just wanted to fuck all them kids mm-hmm. he's just showing up and like oh no it's captain hook seems like you're ready <laughs> oh shit. i know you're ready <laughs> run well anyway um i saw a commercial the other day for pizza hut mm-hmm. um have have you seen a new com- commercial for pizza hut where they had the pizzolo i think i have it's like uh the pizzones oh that's different no okay. no that's see that's what that's actually what i'm getting at okay uh pizza hut is using the same fucking formula as taco bell like okay. at this point i think they're just combining the same like eight ingredients because mm-hmm. they cheat different ways like you mm-hmm. know taco bell it's like oh we got uh volcano taco that's meat cheese beef and a red shell and then we have <laughs> with hot sauce. Yeah. Then we had the other taco. That's meat, cheese, and beef in a yellow shell with with mild sauce. You know, with ranch on it. Like, I think they're just mixing shit up. They had something called pozzolos, which look a lot like fucking hot pockets. <laughs> and I knew it was something was weird because like they were only like three dollars a piece. Oh, them, uh, them cheese is the leftovers. Right, is that like the leftover crust or something? They just yeah. roll it into a ball? I, I bet you they did. They was like, we tired of waiting throwing the food. Take all the leftover shit, roll it up. We can't charge the full price because this is leftovers. Yeah, it sounds like a character from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it's like, oh, I- Piccolo's alter ego, Pizzolo, is back. <laughs> like, they got all kinds of, like, like because they got the Pizzones, yes. uh, pizza sandwiches, yes, they do. Uh, pizza salads. Yep. Pre- I think pretty soon they're going to have a pizza that goes on top of breadsticks, and they're going to just call it the pizza shit. And be like, oh, <laughs> coming soon to Pizza Hut, the pizza shit. Get it while it's hot. <laughs> like it's, it's terrible man like they don't care anymore no and and i think that uh pizza hut has felt the crunch of the economy tanking like mm. ev- all the pizza places have because if you realize everybody got this quote-unquote sale where you right. get your large 
the uh, uh supreme piece for nine nine nine. Everybody got that sale. Why? Because people's like, fuck that. I can go to the grocery store get froze get to get two three frozen pieces for the price I pay for this one. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know, man. Like they, they're all the same shit. It's all the same shit. Like, yep. Now we folded it into a square. Yep. And I'll take it out. The I'm, new pizza squares. And I'm a Papa John's fan. Anyway, pizza, pizza. I like it, but it's very oily and greasy to me. You know what? Uh, that is honestly like trying to pick the best, uh, sexual disease. Okay. Ah, they all gonna kill you. No, they all fucking suck. Like, all takeout pizza is not good compared to the kind of like, where you sit like going to pizza pill is good pizza yeah going, going to, pizza to going to fucking pizza hut it going to uh you know whatever is most of these chain delivery places are terrible you go to like mellow mushroom and you get this big ass pizza with the like you know it's got that the hand toss you got you got yeah. luigi in the back throwing the crust up in the air right. yes some old italian dude some that knows mama's the hand sauce yeah they speaking italian in the background you don't know what the fuck they said but you know the pizza gonna be good yeah but no no i'm not even about to pretend that oh no pizza hut gotta figure it out no, no. they all suck they all papa john <laughs> sucks pizza i love me papa john's now domino sucks it's just various degrees of suckitude <laughs> none of those shits are the first choice You've never been like pizza. That's why pizza is always that decision that you go, hey, what do you want to eat tonight? I don't know. I don't want. Um, you want to get? Uh, you want to go out to something like uh, PF Chance? No, nah, I don't want to leave the house. I, <laughs> you know, I want to watch the game. And uh, well, you want to just go to Taco Bell, bring it back? No, I don't want to. I don't want to waste the gas. Get in the car. Fuck it. I'll just <laughs> just chill here. And uh, you know. And then ten minutes later, you're like, hey, you want to just get a pizza? Yeah, fuck it. Let's just get a pizza. I don't know. We got a coupon or something like that. Like, pizza is never like, oh, pizza. You know, what are we eating tonight? Pizza, girl. I love pizza, though. No, you don't. No, you I don't. I do love pizza. When, okay, okay. You love pizza so much. When's the last time you've picked what we're going to eat for the night? Because I will always pick pizza, so I'll be trying nope, to pick a different nope, shit. That's not true, Karen. When's the last? I asked a simple question. <laughs> I just asked a very simple question. When's the last time you picked what we was going to eat? And I, I and you'll ask me, like, what are we eating tonight? And I say, you decide. Literally, I'm not joking, people. <laughs> she acted like I said, uh, pick which baby of yours you want to kill. <laughs> because she, like, she thought so long and hard about it and walked into the bedroom, laid down, started watching TV. And I was like, she must not be hungry. So fuck it. Like, like, <laughs> like. Like anytime that question can stop you, like if, if I'm hungry, you ask me what I want to eat. Not the problem for me is I can come up with ten things. I can be like, okay, here's what I want to eat. Yeah, and and you know but, what? But, but Karen is just like I, I'm the opposite. I I put like this. I know what the hell I don't want. I, sometimes I don't know what I want. Like I know I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this. But when you ask what I want, sometimes I nah, don't know. No, you're just not that hungry. And, no, <laughs> no, that's all. That's that's all it no. is. You're not that hungry. If you're hungry, no, because I know your favorite food is Chinese. If I would ask you, it's probably gonna be Chinese. No, but I, we don't always get Chinese, so no. it's it's that you're not that hungry. But I'm asking you. I didn't say pick <laughs> pick what you think I want. I didn't say that. I said, what do you want? And you always freeze up because why? Because pizza isn't that good, Karen. <laughs> if it was that good, that'd be a fucking answer every time. Pizza. It used to be for a while. Come on, son. A long time ago, Karen. Yes, I asked it- you the last time. <laughs> You say you love it. You always say you loving some stuff. You don't I, be loving them. <laughs> like Snoop Dogg. You don't love nothing. 
I don't love that cheese. Yeah. I, I, I love Squid Billies. When's the last time you watched the episode? 12 years ago. Yep. Like, you don't love it. You don't love no pizza. But yeah, man. So that, that commercial is bullshit. Um, I saw a baby on board sign on the back of a car the other day. Mm-hmm. But the baby part was scratched out. Uh-oh. And it looked like it was scratched out on purpose. So it just said, like, they, I guess it couldn't get the whole sticker off. But it just said, uh, it's, it said, Scratch, scratch on board. <laughs> on board or what? Yeah, and uh, I was looking at the back of the car, and it was at a stoplight, and I wanted to get out and knock on the window and go, hey, what happened to the baby? <laughs> did you lose the baby? Like, did it grow up? Did it run away? <laughs> did it? Know. Did you get did it in the protest? <laughs> did the kid scratch itself? <laughs> yeah, did you have to kick it out? Is it no longer on board? Like, was it, act- was it drinking too much on a first-class flight? Like, uh, how could like uh, what the fuck happened to that baby <laughs> yes i have questions that looks malicious <laughs> when you scratch something out like that, that that's like a scratch of anger like oh fuck this baby <laughs> tired of this shit i don't know tidy's kid my kids is grown i'll tell you what's not on board you motherfucker get out <laughs> you're old enough yes, to walk yes no more car seat for your ass yeah man i was looking at that shit like I, I that is confusing as hell man babies in general are confusing as hell man yes they are like, I don't know, like, you see, a, like, f- for me, uh, a crying baby is like a fucking uh, Rubik's Cube. <laughs> like, uh, there's a, like, I don't even fuck with babies until they're old enough to communicate and talk. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I have no interest in any type of baby that I have to play the guessing game with. Like, you seen that shit? Yes. Well, you like, the baby, like, it's like, hold my baby for a second. It's like, oh, uh, okay. And then, like, 10 seconds in, just, <laughs> It's like, the fuck is wrong with this thing? <laughs> like, well, I'm trying to, uh, the white one goes to the, wait a minute, is the yellow over here? Or maybe if I twist it. Like, I don't know anything about a fucking baby, man. That shit is complex. No, babies are, babies are difficult. I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I could be terrible with children too, don't get me wrong. But I'm a little bit better. I know I don't fuck with newborns. Like I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with them fresh out the oven babies. I, I don't fuck with <laughs> them at all. The, fresh out the oven. Because I'm, I'm scared of those babies. Scared yeah. I might break them or hurt them or something. Babies scare me. And plus they got all these weaknesses. Like you got a soft spot here. I'm like oh god, I don't want to drop it. It's like a, it's like when someone throws a, a easy football catch to you, but it's like in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm mean? like? It's like, oh, you nervous and shit. Like, oh, this I dropped this. We we lose the Super Bowl. It's a routine catch. I've done it a million times. But if I drop it, I never was thinking about dropping this catch before. But it's the Super Bowl. Nobody's on me. I'm wide open. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. Like, mm. that's how I feel when people hand me newborn babies. I just start thinking of all the bad shit that's about to happen. Like, yeah. Like, hey, please take your baby back. And all the things I done, honey, been through with my niece and no, uh, your mama asked me to watch later. I was like, yeah, I watched it and I thought about it. I was like, oh, wait a minute. A kid. Right. D- d- like, wait a minute. I got to entertain her. That's an actual baby I got to watch. Yeah, that's what I think about. I was like, oh, then I started asking, I started asking a bunch of questions. Well, what kind of snacks she like? You know, what, what do I got to get her? So then, then I went down to check this. Well, nothing's wrong with uh, keeping Layla for me because... Layla can talk. Yes. And like, Layla, once the babies can talk, I'm Layla, good. And she will tell you whatever's the fuck on her mind. Yeah. Like, I just, I just need, like, a, a, like, a baby after, like, six years, then I'm good. I'm like, okay, cool. That, like, now you've grown, you're talking, you know what responsibilities are and shit. Like, we can have a discussion. I like those babies. I don't like babies that I'm just like, I don't even know what's wrong with the Why is his face red? And it's like, he got a shit. I'm like, oh, get him off me. <laughs> How'd you know that? You know what? I, 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 don't, I don't. And the thing about smaller babies, 
Uh, I learned the hard way. I don't like babies that if you shake them too hard, they spit and throw up on you. Yeah. Or that, the, that's bullshit. Or like, the, the, like first it's crying. It's like, oh, uh, does it have to use? Cause my thing is like, does it have to use the bathroom every time? Like, I guess I'm just a man. I just go uh, immediately to have to use the bathroom. Like, it doesn't matter what just happened. <laughs> It could have just used the bathroom. I'm like, it's crying. It's got to use the bathroom again. Might need to build. Might need to eat. Like, do I need to smell it? Like, what? How do you know it's got to use the bathroom? (laughs) What's the test? It's like they cry when they cold. They cry when they hot. They just yeah. And there's like then they'll somebody will come over and be like, no, boy, you just fed it. It's got to burp. Like, oh, okay. How would I know that? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know these clues. And and I had to learn too, especially when children are small. It's like for some of them, you just even if you have them in your arms and you just hold on to them, next thing you know, the the least little bit of shaking, you you spit up on. Yeah, babies are like uh, alcoholics with no benefits. Are they like alcoholics that can't do shit? How <laughs> they just sit there looking at like just you. taking care of your drunk white friends all fucking day, all the time. Just throw <laughs> up, help them change their clothes, take, make them shave, uh, shower, mm-hmm. make them shower and shit, and then watch them do it again. I'm like it's mm-hmm. it's too much work. I don't get this I mean, shit. Man. I know, and I like to sleep, and I like to rest, and I'm lazy as fuck. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, we we let y'all who who want to take care of the babies take care of them. Take take good care of them now, but y'all take care of them. All right, and then I saw this on Twitter today, man. I was um talking to my boy, or well, I saw um Chris from the Insanity Check podcast. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he was uh on somebody's uh somebody's music, getting mad. I guess apparently this dude spammed the link to his music uh to Chris, and then Chris started going in on him. <laughs> he beat the wrong person to spam, didn't he? Yeah, you know how Chris does, man. Um, so, uh, he, he, he basically said that, uh, the dude's music style sucks and all this stuff. And I just came in at the tail end of this and, uh, saw that, saw, saw that he was ranting about it. Let me see some of the stuff that he said about this dude. Um, apparently he says, uh, <laughs> he, he started off and said, like I said, um, oh wait, hold on. This dude said, you can't sound like y'all live with your mom, step your life up. That's what the dude said to Chris. And Chris said, nigga. Nigga, those numbers ain't lying. Tell the story, bro. Your shit sucks. <laughs> Everybody think that shit is the best, don't they? He said, you've been spamming that link for, what, five days? So that that's 120 hours and only 441 views? So he was going, wow. he was going in on LB, Key, LB State Key music, man. And, uh, you know, I saw this going on, and I was like, man, this is crazy, man. The the dude was talking shit, man. My camera worth more than your whole life. Well, damn. And uh, Chris said, seriously, this nigga's getting personal. The next step is for him to block me, get blocked by a spammer. It's hilarious. So. <laughs> get blocked by a spammer. Yeah. Um, so I came in, and I was like, man, hold up, dog. This, this ain't right, Chris. Why are you hating on this man? You know? Just because this man spammed you, you going to start hating because his music is so dope. Like I said, Aww. I wouldn't know. I said, I'm about to follow LB State Key because he got the dopest videos on YouTube. Fuck what Chris is talking about. <laughs> Chris said, I hate Rod. I know he did. So I say this at least once a week, but I, I merely mean it, man. <laughs> so, so I. So I, uh, I, the dude retweeted me and he said, thanks, bro. Like, I appreciate it. I said, hey, it's no problem, man. You know, we got to stick together because haters, they going to hate us, you know. 
and that's all it looked like to me is that you know he's just hating on you and it's sad to see another black man try to bring a black man down <laughs> and he was like as long as you ain't snitching or trying to kill somebody then it shouldn't matter what you do nobody should mess up your hustle and i was so then i went and really hyped it up i said oh snap lb state Keed is going in on the insanity report check out his timeline <laughs> <laughs> i told him haters gonna hate man and uh then chris said he hate me so then i i retweeted it and i put lb stay keyed in there and i said haters shaking my head you see that <laughs> and uh i and he said the dude said hell yeah i never knock a man's hustle unless they snitching or hurting children i said trill because he, he was talking that trillness and uh ty diamond said man i'm about to quit you and dude said, hey, you had no choice but to quit because your hate only fuels my fire. Only God can stop me, bruh. So then Chris retweeted. <laughs> so then, so then Chris did one of those fake retweets and he retweeted God and it said, stop. <laughs> I was, I was dying. Uh, and then Chris said, soldier boy was the worst thing to happen to YouTube rappers. Gave them hope that they can make it too. Shaking my head. And I said, you mad? Uh-uh. You mad. And LB State Keys told Chris, he said, thanks for the promotion. Promotion. This just fuel, though. You just work for me for free. And I said, oh, damn. <laughs> you the worst. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> I did all this without even looking at dude's fa- uh, YouTube page, man. So I-, I went to his YouTube page to see... um you know what exactly was going on man and uh check out check out some of his songs so you want to hear some of his music yes all right this is officially mind your business by the homeboy lb stay key dog this official video uh look like they filmed it out at somebody's truck yard or something in the back of the building yeah And it still don't sound loud enough. Hold on a second, people. No, it people. don't, baby. Uh, I got this. I'm That's a- even low for us. Yeah. Give me one second, people. Let me see what I can do. But, yeah, uh, they're in the back of someone's truck yard. The name of the song is Mind Your Business. And I like how the one dude um, 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 put his finger to his mouth like, shh. It's just two dudes also. No no women. For some reason. Let me see what I can do here. Damn, Chris was hating on this. Mind your business, Chris. Put this in the chat for everybody. All up in my beeswax. <laughs> Yeah. Is that track the trailers in the background? This is filming on the truck yard. This is a truck yard for real. Yes, sir. Look at them big ass tires. Your business. Mind your business, Chris. Your business, bitch. 
Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business, Chris. Mind your business. Yo, Jax the Rapper need to look these dudes up, man. See if they can do something together. I ain't heard nothing like this since number fours. Shout out to Rice Wonton. Yeah. Did you snitching? Word. Mm-hmm. Chris gonna get fucked up, man. These dudes ain't scared of you, Chris. I hope they do a diss track to Chris. And I don't see not one woman in this. That's <laughs> because you need to mind your business, Karen. I don't guess mind. I do need to mind my business. Maybe they wasn't talking about women. Maybe they gay. Maybe they gay, and it's not a, it's not for you to tell them when to come out. Okay, so I need to mind my business. Okay, I will yeah. then. Mind your business. Don't matter why women ain't in this video. And maybe because in the junkyard. <laughs> Oh, Chris. You make the worst enemies, man. Chris gonna get fucked up. They gonna hide him in this truck, y'all. Ain't nobody gonna find him. Oh, no. They never find him out there. You need to mind his business, dog. These dudes don't like... They playing no games, Karen. I don't think they work at the truck, y'all. They did this at their lunch break. Oh, you know they did. It's like, man, clock out. Let's go shoot this video real quick. Bitch, why you so nosy? Oh, uh, hell yeah. I bet you they tried to get some women. They was like, nigga, I ain't going out there. <laughs> to the truck yard, you crazy? No, I'm not messing my heels up. Uh, word. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business, Chris. Why do they have an actual truck Hello? on camera? Where you at? Oh, they got a skit? Yeah, yeah, I'm almost there, bro. I'm almost there. Yeah, man, meet me at the same spot, man, in that cut spot, man. You know, Wait a minute, is this a skit with the yeah, same two niggas right that was just rapping? Mm-hmm. Over here cut, nigga. Keep these snitches and these bitches out of our business, man. Why is he, uh, why is he smiling yeah, so know, hard? All right, I'm pulling in this motherfucker right now. I, I don't understand. <laughs> are there two people in this video or three? It's three. And who are these other two niggas that just showed up that I, picked up the spot? I don't know. They came out of nowhere. Anyway, mind your fucking business. I don't even know why I asked all those questions. It's my fault. I should be minding my fucking business. And Chris, you need to mind your business too, dog. These dudes tried to tell you that they was the trillest dudes on Twitter. And I'm following them now. Okay, when these dudes blow up, don't be trying to come back when they blow up, Chris. All right, you hated on these men's dreams. Well, I don't think they hit me up, and and I'm like this: don't send me no no spam with just at me and music. I block everybody that send me that bullshit. Who says you can't make it when you're 50 years old rapping in the truck uh, to the truck yard, Karen? Never give up on your dreams. That's what I say. Believe. I'm what? not like Chris. When you have people like Kendrick Lamar and like a lot better rappers, a lot younger. Uh, two chains made it. He's thirty six. Mm-hmm. Nothing to say about that, do you? That's right. But I like two chains, and two chains is ignorant. Mind your business, Karen. Okay. They're not ignorant enough. They didn't come. To, look, I don't come to your junkyard and slap the dick out of your mouth when you at work. Are <laughs> you gonna come to these men's 
You gonna come to these men's? <laughs> you gonna come to these men's jobs and and shit on them? Hmm. I'm 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 not shitting on them. Like two people's uncles rapping in the in the video. They about to make it. If if you say so, at the UPS backyard. Mm-hmm. You need to mind your business, Karen. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you say so, sir. And I I challenge Chris to rap better than these dudes. And and, and but oh, mind th- your business, but, Chris. But the thing, no, it's mind your business. If they were two chain, you know, two chain like to drop letters off. They ain't dropping letters off. Look, I all I know is these dudes tried to put Chris on. And Chris saw an op- had an opportunity to, to watch this and respond or not say anything. And what did he do? He shitted on these men's dreams, Karen. Oh, they can still dream? Black men mm-hmm. that aren't snitching. There's a song about not they, snitching. They, they, they can still have their dreams. Okay. Okay. I ain't stopping them. All right. Well, we got articles to do. Okay. I, I see this isn't going to work. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, first article is just weird. I mean, guess the race, obviously, guys. People in the chat room want to play a little bit of guess the race. Are you ready? I ain't. Well, I can't play, but yes. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles. Sniff your way to love. Singles who attend the so-called pheromone parties haven't ruled it out. The get-togethers, which have been held in New York and Los Angeles, are planned for other cities, too. They ask guests to sum- to submit a slept-in T-shirt that will be smelled by other participants. Then, voila, you can pick your partner based on scent, or so the theory goes. Now, how many of those people do you think are actually um, looking at the size of the T-shirt, too? Ooh, triple XL. Hmm. I, I don't like the smell of this one. <laughs> Ow, that's, that's terrible. Uh, the party started as an experiment. People stink. They don't wash their ass. No. That's how you get pheromones, though, Karen. The party started. That's how you get disease on your nose. No. Well, you're assuming that the people are, like, going out and running track and shit. They're just sleeping in them. How can you guarantee that? Those are the rules you made. You can't guarantee you're going to get a t-shirt or somebody just sleeping in. Well, we can only go by what the rules are supposed to be. You making up some new stuff that didn't happen. Like, I don't, like, like, what do you, I don't, they went out and they took out the trash in this and they jumped in and then rolled around and then they killed a homeless man. Like, you don't know what they did. All we know for sure is the rules say sleep in it for three nights. Three nights? Yeah, you have to sleep, a slept in three shirt. Uh, well, it doesn't say how many nights. A slept in shirt. So that's, as of right now, we know it's one night of sleeping in a shirt. Okay. That, that's not terrible, Karen. I mean, you're going to smell a stinking shirt. Go to the gym and then bring the shirt back. You know you have assholes. They don't even follow the rules right for, for weddings. You you put a list up there. Somebody come with a family dollar bag. So. I'm assuming those people aren't getting slept with, Karen. Okay? Oh, okay. I have a feeling that if you pick up a bag and it's fucking squishy, uh, you you put that one back. You go, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm not going to fuck I hope they person. do. Uh, the party started as an experiment in, experiment in matchmaking by a California word, woman weary of online dating and tired of her many, many cats. But it turns out that they also have a root in science. Researchers have shown that humans can use scent to sort out genetic combinations that can lead to weaker offspring at an art gallery. And yeah, so like if you smell Axe body spray, you know that that man uh, has weak is going to give you weak offspring because only douches wear that. Ah! 
at an art gallery in Los Angeles on a recent night. Partygoers huddled around several tables covered with plastic freezer bags stuffed with shirts and an index card bearing a number. Once they found one they liked, the photographer snapped a picture of them holding the bag and project- projected it onto the wall so the shirt's rightful owner could step forward and meet his or her odor's admirer. So I guess what happens if you don't, so I guess if they're ugly or something, you just don't step forward. True. Yeah, I wonder how many people don't like, I mean, I bet you it's very rare that people like the same odor. So, like, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, like, do you think that everybody's putting in a shirt or just, like, half the people at the party don't even have a shirt? They just smelling shirts. Yep. Okay. Constantine Bakurin, a 25-year-old neuroscience graduate student, said he bypassed the bags that smell like baby powder or laundry detergent or perfume in search of something more unique. The owner of this, well, uh, to me, that just sounds like you wanted to get, you didn't want to date somebody that uh, had a baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that, because baby powder don't turn me on either, honey. Baby powder made me think of babies. I feel you. I hear you, honey, boo-boo child. Mm-hmm. Um... The perfume is search of something more unique. The owner of a distinctive yellow T-shirt whose fragrance he described as spicy. Mm, sounds like he wanted to date a burrito. <laughs> yes, with extra hot sauce. I think it's probably a bit more pseudoscience said by Kieran. I just kind of came here for kicks to see what would happen. Judith Praise, a web developer, said she came up with the idea for pheromone parties after she failed to find a match online. Praise said that she, I bet she was praying, all right. Praise said that she dated men, ah. she date men for a month or so before things soured until she started seeing a man who wasn't what she was looking for and wound up in a two-year relationship. What she remembered was his smell. Okay, you sound like a fucking stalker. Mm-hmm. I just remember if I could just find a man that smells like him. But but people do get attached to people's smells. Like everybody has like a distinct odor. But okay, so we break up, Karen. I'm no longer with you, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens. I'm not gonna just be going around like I need a woman that smells like Karen. Like, no, like, like nothing else. I'm not looking for nothing else. The secret to the two year relationship that I had after this was that he smelled a certain way. That's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. She might as well say his favorite color. Like, I'm gonna, we're going to start dating by color. Like, so what do you think? You think smell don't mean anything or something? I think it didn't have shit to do with why she could have a two-year relationship with that dude and not some other dude. That's, okay, and, and that's understandable. Yeah, like if he would have nothing to do yeah, with that. If he yeah. would have smelled differently and he was still a good person and still treated her the same, it, then they still would have had a two-year relationship. True. And that has nothing to do with his odor. Yeah, it's stupid. This whole fucking thing is stupid. Anyway, guess the race, people. What kind of people are in the pictures for this fucking pheromone party? Let's check out the chat room. Uh, One who sleeps with the will of Brie. White like the man who shot Crispus Attucks. (laughs) Fursuit wearing Steve Carell looking Jerry Sandusky picture masturbating snow devils. Uh, One who chooses stinky blue cheese over ranch with boneless wings. Mike Miller, Jersey owner, can't be nothing but white privilege right there. And Jason Barber wraps it up succinctly with white. Correct answer is white. It was nothing but white people in all these pictures for this party. Yeah, that was, man. And mom, take my racism come out, man. Black folks, this shirt be wings. This shirt smell like chicken wings. This shirt smell, this shirt smell mm. like chitlins. This shirt smell like 40s. No, it would it would not. You have all kinds of odors in that shit. So racist, Karen. Yes, I am. You le- I can't believe you left out weed and crack smoke. 
I left that out. Um, yeah, guns. Uh, four locos. Yeah, yeah, gunpowder smell. Yeah. You mm-hmm. left out babies. Yeah. Anything else negative you want to say about our people? Hmm. Hot sauce. You got any hot sauces you want to put in there? Hmm. Tabasco. Um, some Texas Pete while we at it. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, since we're going at all the stereotypes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, remember that cop uh, that said he, well, a perverted ex-cop pleaded guilty Thursday to raping a teacher at gunpoint three months after a hung jury failed to convict him. Um, I remember this. Uh, it was a man who actually raped a woman on the street at gunpoint in front of people. And oh. people called, I think people called the cops on him. Yeah. But, uh, like, he, his defense was he couldn't get his penis erect, so he should not be charged with rape because there was no penetration because he was too drunk. But, uh, to which I say, fuck that. Under the cell, death, whatever we can give this dude. Michael Penis. Who thought of that defense logic? I, uh, I don't know. Maybe his lawyers was high. Oh, his dick can't get hard. I can he rape somebody with a baby soft dick? <laughs> right. Michael Pena's admission came as his victim wept in Manhattan court. Pena sporting a prison band beard. A prison beard? What is that? A prison beard. Is that mm. a certain style? I'm assuming so. And an orange jumpsuit gave a barely audible yes when twice asked if he had penetrated the 25-year-old woman after abducting her in Upper Manhattan. Under a plea bargain agreement, the 28-year-old Pena will receive a 10-year-to-life sentence to go along with his 75-year-to-life stretch on his conviction for other crimes in the August 19, 2011 attack. The victims, you know, that's even fucked up even worse because, like, He's he's already convicted for seventy five years to life, mm-hmm. and it's even like more of a slap in the face you would think to the victim when he's like, uh, "Yeah, I, I did all this other fucked up shit, but I ain't pleading guilty to no rape. Like I, I'll do the seventy five years for putting her at gunpoint and all this other shit, but y'all gonna charge me with sexual assault? Oh no, no, I'll fight that one. And, and that's the, and for the victim, that's like that's the only one I I really need you to admit. Yes. You know, so yes. I can have closure. I need you to admit what you did to me. And he's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm good on that. That was that was different. Yeah, and that that goes back to what I said before. People don't give a fuck about crimes committed against women. Yeah, yeah. The victim sitting between her parents wept and rested her head on her father's shoulder as Pina confessed to the vile attack. The girl's mother burst in tears. Then the disgraced ex-cop admitted his actions for a second time, pleading guilty to two counts of rape and two counts of predatory sexual assault. The victim waited for a ride to her first day on the job as a Bronx charter school teacher was abducted and raped at gunpoint in an uptown alley by a drunken Pina. The defense attorney, yeah, that was the thing. When the people called the cops, he pulled out a badge or something in his gun. It was like, I, I am a cop. Like, some shit like that. Uh, defense attorney Ephraim wow. Savage said uh, afterward that the guilty plea was actually part of a legal strategy for the client. If Pina can get his sentence reduced or overturned on the earlier conviction, he will now face only the 10-year term on the most serious charges against him. Uh, well, I hope this doesn't work out to where he only goes 10 years in jail. This, this please spares the victim from testifying again about the crimes committed against her. And it is my hope that this resolution brings a brave young teacher a measure of justice and closure, he said. Uh, that was man, that was a district attorney. Uh, the former cop who had been on the force for three years was convicted at trial of sodomy and other charges, but the jury was divided on whether or not the victim was actually raped. The three jurors refused to find 
uh, three jurors refused to find Pena guilty of the charge in part because the victim couldn't recall the color of a car parked near the courtyard where she was violated. What the fuck does that have to do with her being raped? Wow. And, th- and that, that, that's why I said people, even women, don't give a fuck about crimes committed against women. What the fuck does the color of a car have to do with you putting your dick in me? Yeah, I don't get how that's the detail that keeps you from, like, all this evidence, eyewitnesses, him, you know, like, I don't get how that's the one where you're like, yeah, what, yellow? Yeah. Like, pretty and, sure, and, 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 pretty sure and, that was tan. And, and my thing, I think you might be making this up. And my now. thing, the, the most insulting thing goes back to, well, you're a woman. How do we know you're telling the truth? And, 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 and I guess the thing that really upsets me, especially when it comes to like the rape and things like that, people want to go back and not that they did in this history, bring up your sexual past, not, but that has nothing to do with what that what was with the crime at hand. Yeah. I just, I mean, I, I think that there's also situations where, uh, it's, it's like, it's getting so much hype and stuff. Like we also had that situation a couple, weeks back where somebody got uh uh he went to prison mm-hmm. and was later found out that the woman lied about him being him him raping her and um she was on facebook and basically admitted that she didn't want to say anything because she got a big settlement from the college that he was going to go to so she wanted to keep that money so like you also have that stuff like whenever we start playing out these trials in the in the media and stuff like that mm-hmm. but um so so you know you have this uh over a prevailing idea of like well women women be lying and this must be some type of setup and it's like okay but look at the particulars of this case yes witnesses are calling the police people are saying they they are seeing it people are saying the dude is flashing his badge them like i'm a fucking cop mind your business blah 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 and then you go yeah but what was that a honda or a hyundai because uh, i'm I think that you might, yeah, I, I can't convict this guy unless you know that it was, uh, and, unless you know that it was brown and, and not tan. And, and, and that's the, that's the issue that I have, you know, and that's the case that woman should pay all that money back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in the other case, but, but like, it's so much here. Yeah. I just don't see how, like, me either. this isn't circumstantial. This isn't one no. word against the other. Like, this is, that's amazing to me that three people could actually be like, yeah, uh, I don't know. What color was that car? Uh, and, you, yeah, it should have been red. You said purple. And, so, and I think for some people too, for people, a lot of there are a lot of people that have never been raped in their lives, so they don't really men and women, so they right. really don't understand the effect and how it affects people and and the mental stability of people. They feel like if you raped, it's your fault. Like you, right. you have people with all these preconceived notions, you know, or or or, or you were loose, or you provoked him, and so when you're dealing yeah. with people in general, you have people that come in. Oh, I got to do this fucking rape case. Yeah, what now I have do? to now yes. I have to memorize the color of cars. Which is some me. bullshit. What? Like, it's the only way. It's the only way I could, like, get the fuck out yes, of here. Yes, person's and, been traumatized, and you talking about the color of a fucking car. And now that he's pleaded guilty, man, like, I feel like somebody should slap them three people that held out. Like, yes. the motherfucker was definitely guilty. He pleaded to it. What, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um. All right. Authorities say an employee at a fast food drive through window in Southern California stabbed a customer after a dispute over his order. Uh-oh. See, our people got to be a little more careful. <laughs> you better be gentle. You better Keep, be in five, five twenty-five an hour. <laughs> get you stabbed. Yep, five twenty-five is 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 not as much of a risk to uh, stab a motherfucker. Like, Mm-mm. 
like it's not much difference between working at taco bell and being in prison anyway don't give me a reason <laughs> i know it's so riverside county sheriff statement friday said the man complained about his order the 28 year old gabriel Villaba, um who worked at del taco in hammett shortly before 2 a.m so he probably was high the statement says the conversation escalated until Villaba pulled uh stabbed the customer in the abdomen with a knife the customer whose name was not released was driven to the hospital by friends. His injury considered serious but not life-threatening. Villalba was arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon. is being held on $25,000 bond. Deputies did not know if he hired an attorney. Damn. Would you like some knife with that? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Would you? I bet you they won't be complaining about that sweet tea no more. Yeah. Um, Are I- we not playing guest race on that one? Oh, I, I didn't have a picture of him. Okay. I don't think so. Well, actually, no, I might have had a picture. All right, yeah, let's play Guess the Race, man. Let's go to the chat room. What 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 race do you think this Gabriel Villalba was? Let's go to the chat room. Working at Del Taco. Uh, <laughs> Del Taco. <laughs> um, one, who, one whose father waits in front of Home Depot for a job for the day. Angry, illegal, immigrant, cholo-ass Mexican. Elian Gonzalez, one who could rest on a cactus with no signs of uncomfort. Uh, the, the that's a Mountain Dew drinking hillbilly. <laughs> Jumping the fence, Hispanic. Cuban B, seasonal fruit picker, former Latin Kings member, Speedy Gonzalez. I, I always prefer Slowpoke Gonzalez, but the correct answer is yes, Latino. You guys all got it right. So. Cool. Um, good job, fellas. Good job. Um, so, <laughs> I thought this story was uh, pretty funny. I, I don't know if this is going to um, play, play a commercial, so yeah, let me uh, mute, they it, do, sometimes mute they it first. And then, uh, oh, no, it goes straight to it. Let's go here. Oh, is there no sound on this? Oh, man, there's no sound on this. Well, anyway, oh, wait, here we go. Let's go back. That's right. It's a man in an Elmo costume who's saying that he's not making money because Jewish people. He's anti-Semitic. Oh. A man who who haunts Central Park dressed as Elmo, the lovable Sesame Street character, was handcuffed by New York City cops yesterday and whisked away in an ambulance after he launched into one of his trademark anti-Semitic rants. The unidentified oh. man who police say was not arrested was removed from the vicinity of the Central Park Zoo where he was alternately posed for photos with park visitors, screamed curses, launched into diatribes about assorted Jewish conspiracies. Oh, do you think they had handcuffs with ABCs on them? <laughs> for instance, last week the man was filmed loudly complaining that he was not making money because the Jewish cops were harassing, harassing him. Cause he's in the full flesh. I think outfit. just I think just anybody that fucks with this dude becomes a Jew. He, <laughs> yeah, he suggested that the he park. Don't care who you are, you a Jew. He suggested the park goers read "International Jew," a notorious series of anti-Semitic pamphlets distributed about ninety years ago by Otto Magnet Henry Ford. Uh, he can also be heard referring to Abraham Foxman, lead of head of the Anti-Defamation League, at the outset of the clip. If you start your own business in this city, Jews will harass you. The man announced. 
As a friend videotaped the enraged Elmo, a young woman remarked, this is the scariest Elmo I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. I know, right? Elmo is not laughing. Yeah. I just wish he would have did it in the Elmo voice. Oh, that would have been epic. Elmo hate the Jews. Elmo hate all of you. Why are you even here fucking with Elmo? Get away from me, little kid. <laughs> Elmo say you killed Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, Emma said that your mommy's bad. Why? Because she's a Jew. Emma said there is no Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, poor Emma. <laughs> Fucking, oh, man. Oh, what a jerk. Racist Emma. Who the thought of the day? All right, let's get back to some guests to race, people. Waco, Texas. Michael Teron Daniel, 22, of Waco, was in custody Monday charged with cruelty to a non-livestock animal non-livestock animal in a bizarre incident on june 14th when a man who claimed to be on the synthetic drug k2 chased a neighbor while barking and growling like a dog and then attacked a family dog which he beat strangled and then started to eat oh my god Mm-hmm. daniel was arrested monday at his workplace without incident this nigga had a job how was he holding a job down and <laughs> this high you must wait to Del Taco. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Uh, With an angry as ammo. Officers were sent after a caller reported a man going crazy. The man who evidently assaulted several people at the home and told them he was on a bad trip from ingesting K2, got down on hands and knees and chased a neighbor while barking and growling like a dog. The man then took a medium-sized black dog onto the front porch of the home where he beat and strangled the animal. He then began to bite into the dog, ripping pieces of his flesh away. Somewhere DMX was like, why did not I think of this? Oh, you think he put it in the crock pot too so the meat get extra tender? No, I don't think he was cooking anything the way this motherfucker was high. The dog died at the scene. Officers found Daniel sitting on the porch with blood on his hands, clothing, and face. He was originally incoherent and unresponsive. Uh, was Why are people fucking with these new drugs? Can we bring back just like regular weed? Like, what's, what happened to weed? Like, I, we need weed to be a gateway drug back to weed. Like, can yeah, we, I think people just skipped on weed. They just going straight to the hardcore yeah. shit. Can we gateway back down? Can we <laughs> go do down? Instead of gateway up, can we gateway <laughs> back down? Like, hey, hey, put the K2 down in the fucking bath salts and smoke this doobie and, and chill the fuck out. Yeah, you need to lay down. You don't need to be jumping off buildings and landing on your feet. Yeah. No, thank you, sir. The only side effect of this, you may get stabbed at Taco, Del Taco at 2 in the morning trying to get some food, but... <laughs> Other than that, you live. You won't be eating no fucking dogs. Uh, he was initially, uh, yeah. So um, while waiting on paramedics to arrive, Swan said Daniel asked officers to fight him or use a stun gun to help get him off of his bad trip. He was awaiting booking at the McLean County Jail Friday afternoon. K2 was a form of synthetic marijuana. None of the chemicals the herbal product contains is a copy of anything found in cannabis, although the effects can be similar. Well, that's not very similar to any weed I've heard of. Yeah, this might make you eat a fucking live dog. You know how it is. Now, I heard of sandwiches, munches, you know, Taco Bell. I I never heard of that. Chat room, guess the race of this dude that chased and ate this dog on his neighbor's front porch the dude who made the mind your business song after taking bath salts so that's black unemployed cool smoking kool-aid stained shirt negro (laughs) 
one one who loves to sit at his third baby mama's house while playing Madden, listening to the first Chronic album, and drinking grape Kool Aid. A machine gun, watermelon seed spitter, a side of chicken and waffles, black zombie, incapable of cresting, creating soul food. <laughs> the blazing son of DMX on bath salts. White is right, says Mister All of That Shit. DMX is evil alternate twin. Uh, DMX fucked up this poll. Everybody's like, he got to be black. DMX. Uh, too broke to buy real weed. Black says Emperor L. Um, and slant-eyed Negro. The correct answer is he was black. So what my dogs at? Indeed, people. Um, dude ate a fucking dog. Uh, there must have been a small dog. I hope it was a small dog. Well, they don't want you to eat an animal at all, but I hope it was a small one. Doyce Dean Griffins. Doyce. What kind of fucking first name is that? Doyce. D-O-Y-C-E. Like Joyce with a D. Anyway. Doyce Dean Griffiths, a Stark man, accused... Sounds like someone from Game of Thrones. Accused accused of secretly videotaping women and girls in a tanning bed has been sentenced to federal court for 17... In federal court for 17... To 17 and a half years in prison. Griffiths, 49, pleaded guilty in February to five counts of producing videos of child pornography, according to the U.S. Justice Department news release. U.S. District uh, Judge Marcia Morales Howard... Also, sentenced him to ten years of probation. Wow, it's you know it's amazing how when it comes to children, people beat you upside the head with the book. But boy, you get grown, they don't give a damn about your duty. Uh seventeen and a half years in prison is pretty fucking a damn, Karen. I mean, I mean yeah, I mean yeah. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. The other story we read about about the the woman being raped and oh. how once you become grown. Well, technically, that dude was do- gonna do seventy five years of life. Oh, and then okay. he got ten years to life. The to life part on that sentence is actually the big deal. Oh, ten okay. years to life. Like I don't think that they went. Uh, like he might have got a little bit of ease on him because he's a police officer, but I don't think that that dude got this crazy ass good sentence. I just thought it was fucked up to those jurors wouldn't convict because she didn't know the color of a car like yeah and and I'll, that's what you're deciding if someone got raped or not on? and also i think it's it's also uh i think it's also messed up like i said these are kids so well no the other dude got a bunch of years too but still I, yeah I just, he got more years than this dude i mean he raped sh- somebody you should you know this i mean not saying this dude should should, should get off light but no. yeah he should get less time than 75 to life or 10 to life i think i mean uh, yeah, because that dude did other shit, too, so never mind. Yeah, he didn't touch anybody, even though he's still pretty disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he's got 17 and a half years in prison and then 10 years of probation when he gets out. So that's 20, 28 years, basically, of his life that he's fucked up. It's gone. Oh, so he could jack off to some tanning bed pictures. Wow. Uh, from February 2000 to April 2011, Griffiths operated a tanning bed in a barn on his property. A tanning bed in your barn? How's that even? How's that sanitary? Well, I hope wherever you go get your massage at, it's not in the barn or somebody's. Uh, it's it's not in the barn. Ain't no horses around and scratching and no hay pen and none of that shit. No. Customers were paid to use the bed by putting money in the slot. The bed had a two way mirror, according to the government. Uh, and Griffiths made a hole in the vent near the foot of the bed. Through the mirror and the hole, he recorded customers as they undressed and got in and out of the tanning bed. His victims were dozens of females' customers, including more than 20 minor children. Am I, am I th- what are minors doing getting tans? Uh, a lot of people are into that. Oh. Um, what are you going to say, though? I'm sorry. No, and my thing is that why would you go get a tan in a fucking barn? <laughs> am I the only one that's not comprehending this shit? <laughs> why? 
How is this even legal? How is he able to have a fucking slot machine for tans? I'm, I'm just mad at your uh, idea of barn is like the barn from Super from Smallville. Yeah, and shit. I didn't even know they had outlets in barns. <laughs> Am I the only one just confused by this whole concept? Uh, Griffiths produced, collected, and maintained the sexually explicit video recordings for his own sexual gratification, aka jacked off to him, of and course. kept and kept detailed notes on the type of physical and sexual characteristics of his customers. Investigators also found 103 videos and 45 images of ding 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 child pornography on his laptop. Now that's why he's in prison. Yes, because uh, honestly, the peeping Tom shit—I don't think you do seventeen and a half years in prison for. Nope. But uh, jacking off to them kitties, dog. Peace. Yes, sir. The case was investigated by Bradford County Sheriff's Office. Guess the race, people. Guess the race of Doyce Dean Griffiths, the the man who liked to spy. Um, I don't know, children. Forty-year-old virgin stay at home with his mama, White. One who has met Chris Hansen as he showed up with condoms and a Powerpuff Girl video. Oh, yes. And he ate the, he ate the cookies and drank the iced tea. Yes, All this equals white. Well, I, yeah, I was going to say that could have been Indian. Poor white trash, uh, says L Brothers. Oh, <laughs> a, a milk gravy meaning one who has salt, pepper, and oregano in the seasoning cabinet. Subway white. Cotton Eye Joe ass motherfucker white. <laughs> Nighttime black says Mr. All of that shit. I a like black that man one. running a tight running a tennis salon. Scary movie surviving white. White says Brenda A. Bruce Wayne of perverts. Jerry Sandusky brother. The correct answer, of course, is white. Mm-hmm. I don't know any brothers that run those fucking uh, tennis salons, dog. And I don't know. And have folks, a barn. That's, that, that's my thing. Run tennis salon. I just thought this was cute. Uh, apparently, McDonald's is changing their uniforms of their employees to look like the people on Mad Men. Huh? Yeah, they're going retro. Why? To, to, why? To confuse customers. So they be like, hey, you work here? No, I'm a real person in Mad Men. No, keep them in uniform so people can recognize them. Wayne Hemingway has gone where no high fashion designer has gone before. McDonald's. Now, I think this is smart on his part. Because if you're a high fashion designer and you can design something for everybody to see in every mcdonald's you go to just you know like okay that's true across the country that's true like it will be a good advertisement for him uh 18 months ago the man behind Hemingway design and the award-winning street style label red or dead was tasked with revamping the fast food giants burger colored uh uniforms the new look still takes its cue from the kitchen. Pickle green, mustard yellow polo shirts at the counter, mustard color skinny ties and belts for managers, lettuce green pants for customers, service assistants. For customers. Customer service assistant? Okay. I don't even know. What is a customer service mm-hmm. assistant? They don't have those at McDonald's. That, 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 put that, 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 <laughs> that, that must be at the corporate office in the location. He says, we've taken out some of the Americanism of the old uniforms. The British-born Hemingway told Yahoo. Uh, if you ever been to a drive-thru or even Starbucks, you realize that Hemingway means to America. Baseball caps are a big thing with fast food, but they're too casual for restaurant service. He may have a point. The old school paper fold-out cap, the trademark of burger joints in the 50s, gave way to tennis visors in the 80s, and eventually home team caps emblazoned with fast food logos, uh, placed of, uh, in place of slugger mascots. So it's saying like, this is just like a development of the new style. And, okay. uh, you know, you can kind of see in the, um, pictures 
what they'll be looking like, you know, kind of like a retro 50s look and stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, and, I'll, and do you think this will uh, get more people to go out and eat uh, McDonald's, Karen? No, I, I think, I'm like you, I think it'd be great fashion for him. But, no, if you eat McDonald's, you eat it. If you don't, you don't. I don't care what the fuck they wearing. Yeah, because uh, I'll tell you what the uh, the real problem with this uh, whole McDonald's thing is that, you know, um, it ain't the, it's not the actual uh what they wear to keep people from going to McDonald's. Like, Mm-mm. it's not like you go, oh, yeah, man, I would go to McDonald's, but did you see the shirt they had on? Did you see that burgundy brown? Right. Shirt? It doesn't even match her pants. They don't give a shit. It's about the food. Yeah. Here's why people don't go to McDonald's. Um, This right, this, uh, now, the right man here. who shot this video says he does not want us giving his name or showing his face, but he tells me he stopped in that McDonald's on Alton and 16th just last Wednesday for a chicken nugget lunch. But he left with a rat surprise and about 10 seconds of video proof. <gasps> a dining room disaster caught on camera. As I place a, an order for 20 piece, uh, I see the four employees corner the rat. One of the employees step on it, kill it. And they start kicking it across the floor like it's a soccer ball. The yeah. unsavory scene unfolding as customers watched and his camera rolled. You you hear about these things? Not only uh, will you will you pay people seven minimum wage? Right, you pay people minimum wage. They don't get this is the kind of shit you have happen. They stepped on a rat and killed it. Then they took a broom and started kind of kicking it like they're playing soccer and hockey. All this while some dude is standing two feet away holding a camera phone pointed directly at them. You know? Like, they, no one has any pride. Like, no one has any shame. Nope. Because, you know, when you're when you're not making money uh, and you're not really associated with your company, it's like, yeah, who gives a fuck? You saw I was kicking a rat around. You don't go, this is a national scandal. You you know, you don't care because you only make seven twenty five. You can go work at Burger King tomorrow yep. and kick the rats over there, and you I, know? And I guarantee you it's probably happened the first time. Right. And I guarantee you the manager probably wouldn't even told. They were way too casual around a rat. But you don't think that you're going to walk into McDonald's and see that until you actually do see it. The shooter, who's asking for privacy, says workers turned their attention to him after realizing what he was doing. A bad experience, this man says, that got even worse. At that point, everyone gets a little angry that I'm doing that. Uh, they swept the rat right underneath my feet. And then they Ugh. took the broom and they start shouting at me, stop filming, and put the broom in my face. He says one worker even touched his pant leg with that very broom. Um, the fact that there's so yeah you can see them kind of leaning the broom towards them Mm -hmm. towards him as he's holding the camera and you know like that's another part of it like these dumbasses think to solve the problem is yeah Yeah. i'll just i'll just like scare him away on camera putting a rat on him like this won't be a million dollar lawsuit come on this one he won't go to the news with this surely will he of course he will idiot yes and you'll be out of a job a dead rat at this point they just touched this broom. This broom is touching me. It's filthy. That's disgusting. We reached out to McDonald's for comment. In a statement, they tell us they're looking into it. But upon first inspection of the video footage from the restaurant, there did not appear to be a violation of protocol. Uh, what? Of course, because they're not going to claim guilty. They're going to settle outside of court with this dude. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, 
I'm not stupid, okay? There's rats in these restaurants and shit like that probably happens all the time. Killing a rat is probably, uh, you know, gross or whatever. But you don't kick that shit around. Right. Um, like, I'm not even going to front. Like, it was probably embarrassing that day he was going to put that on camera or whatever. But it's more embarrassing that you put uh, that broom on him. Yes. Approach him in a threatening manner. manner. Like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Like, dog, you got to take this L now. You're only making it worse trying to fight it. As for where the rat came from, off camera we're told someone saw that rat charge in from 16th Street through an open front door. In a search of county inspection records going back three years, we uncovered two previous instances of insects or rodents found at this McDonald's in June 2010 and January 2011. And that man is looking to pursue his case before. You know what? That, that, that's not that bad to me. Compared to a lot of places, I know, right? I mean, am I the only one who's like, yeah, so uh, McDonald's had uh, rats in it twice in three years? And they said, or rodents or an uh, insect. Like, so, so they don't really even Someone know. saw a rat, a roach, and uh, that's... Uh, uh, no, and that's inspection. You know where they come in and they yeah. inspect it. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know that I'm that blown away about that. Anyway, uh, we got to talk about sword ratching this, Karen. Let's do it. Teen escapes sword-wielding home invaders. A teenage boy has escaped... Sword wielding home invaders in Sydney. Three men and a woman are in custody after allegedly forcing their way into a Pennshurst home at 10.30 p.m. Intruders allegedly threatened an unknown number of occupants with a gun and a sword demanding cash and properties. Uh, property. One of the victims, a 17-year-old boy, managed to sneak into a bathroom and alert police just after 11.30. Officers from the three local area commands arrived to lock down the area and the dog squad and the air unit were deployed. The home's occupants were allowed to leave soon after. Two alleged offenders, two men, aged 30 and 33, surrendered to police. Police negotiated with the man and the woman still in the house, both aged 33, for another hour before they walked out at one at 1.15 a.m. Boy, I'd have been pissed. You got my ass up all night long for this bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking sores. Um, have you heard about this? A boxing promoter is offering Chris Brown and Drake a million dollars to uh fight each other word yeah shit they're gonna need it they don't pay it all tony parker <laughs> i think tony parker's actually suing them for like 20 million or some shit yeah that's so. that's not even a tenth yeah this ain't even a, a start mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's down payment yeah I, I wonder do you think they would do it i mean do you think they need the money i don't think bad? they need the money i i uh, and they, hey, they might because people floss, but floss that ain't really got it. But I think if they do it, it'd be basically a publicity stunt for both parties just to keep their names out there. Yeah, and the dude's name is uh, Damon Feldman, who's doing the promotion. And is he even legit? You know, when it comes to boxing, some of them people ain't legit. He wants Rihanna to be a ring girl. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is all this uh, celebrity stuff. New York City club, an all-out brawl allegedly erupted between the pop performer, the singer Drake, and their respective entourages. According to reports, both Chris and Drake were hanging out in the VIP section one minute. The next fists and bottles were flying, leaving the club completely trashed. Several people hurt. After the altercation, Brown uploaded this picture to his Instagram page showing... Take a look at it. The gash on his chin. You see that there? It's not even a gash. That red cut. Spot? That's a gash on his chin. Now that dude and got a gash. Of his bloody bodyguard surfaced on Twitter. Straight out to Mike Walters, TMZ. Just like any other problem in a nightclub, these two big celebrities, they start arguing. 
Drake leaves and his entourage and Chris's entourage start fighting. Problem is, Chris Brown was stuck in the middle of this melee and got hit in the face with a bottle. You see that huge uh, uh, scar, uh, uh, open cut on his face, where it looks unbelievable. Well, these two crowds fight each other, and what happens in the end? New York police get called. There's eight victims, including a girl who we got photos of, of her entire head slashed open, who had nothing to do with this fight. They wreck the nightclub, and it looks like now cops are looking to charge some people with some crimes here. I got to tell you, we got a statement. Chris Brown's rep says Chris's girlfriend, his victims were, his friends were victims of a brutal attack. Uh, so they're saying they're victims and they're cooperating. Drake says he did not participate in any wrongdoing of any kind and that he was out of the, on his way out of the club when this whole fight began. So both sides. So there you go. That's the wrap up. But apparently Damon Feldman says he wants to have a, a $1 million uh and, fight and, and you know what the job i would not want to be the fucking pr person for chris brown yeah who? that gotta be the worst fucking job yeah. ever at this point he can't have a pr person no that's one of his boys he's hired yeah because i don't even it, think he has a, a boy that does pr i think he just is like I'm, I'm 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 kryptonite like don't don't work with me you can only get blamed um i mean because if, if you have any um integrity or you want to work beyond chris brown why would you want why would you want that job yeah i worked for chris brown for two weeks and then uh yeah, but now we, we can't hire the you. week between him uh putting his dick on twitter and the week after you know the week right okay right after he did that i i took the job wait a minute, wait a minute. so i didn't right. have nothing to do with that yeah, right right after the good morning no i was there before the good morning america like you yeah. have to remember your resume and right. i worked a hot three days right i quit and then I quit. Um, the, the, so he wants to give them three. They have to fight three minute long rounds. They, they have to wear oversized gloves, a protective head glare. Rihanna would be a ring girl. And the million dollars would be donated to a charity that helps abuse women in, if the fight takes place. So I guess neither one has contacted them yet. Of but, course, because uh, they're not getting paid. And Oh, shit. Wait, I got some breaking news. It looks like they just... Uh, Signed up to do the fight, man. Let's let's go check it out. Damn, Drake. Didn't I tell you to fix the scale? Fight, 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 Okay. okay, it is a wedding ring that you put on your finger, and it's a titanium band that has an engraving on the inside that says "I'm married" backwards. So, okay. when you slip off the ring, 
it's still on your finger says i'm married so you can't like cheat on your wife because when you take this ring off people gonna say oh he's actually still married i see on your finger you took off the ring, but you're, you're oh, but they can so, so they make it so that somebody looking at uh, on, on, in the reverse direction can read it. Yeah. Okay. Anyone looking at your hand can see that you're married. A woman come up to you, you take off your ring. It's like, oh, no, underneath it still says I'm married. Uh, Colin Hart, spokesman for the inappropriate gift com- company, thecheeky.com, explains, With Arnold and Tiger in mind, we have created this wedding ring for people intent on cheating. The negative engravement on the inside means oh, that... Why don't you just not get married? Right. Okay. The negative engraving on the inside means that when you are in the club and an attractive woman or man comes along, that slipping your wedding ring off is not an option. Cause so does it engrave in your skin? Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh. it's a ring where on the inside it says, I'm married, and it's engraved so that your skin, it'll press down on your skin, so when you slide the ring off, it still says, I'm married. <gasps> Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, and here's the thing. One, if you're getting married and you feel like I need to buy my husband this shit, you shouldn't get married. I know so. And uh two, people still fuck married people ring over it ringless. I'm trying they tell you to keep your ring off and keep it pushing. Yeah. Keep it keep your ring on and take it off. Uh, you know the new Tomb Raider game is coming out, and there's been a pretty hot controversy in uh, some of the nerd world. Uh, I think it was sparked by an article by Audrey Drake, mm-hmm. um, who was actually talking about how, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. I've seen several trailers with you. For, okay. With you. Well, about the two-minute mark in, there's a guy that gets all handsy with uh, Laura Croft like he's going to rape her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she bites him, and then, like, they struggle, they they pick up a gun and then eventually, you know, it looks like she's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that becomes a very important moment because she's like a killer. She goes from normal girl to killer. And, you know, the rest of the movie is spent, you know, with her going Hunger Games on everybody and shit. Mm-hmm. So um, this uh, Ar- Audrey Drake is saying that um, Chris, uh, Chris, like Crystal Dynamics, the people who made the game, Tasteful, uh, they could have left it at that, but they didn't. They said, had Crystal Dynamics left it at that and tastefully ignored the inevitable onslaught of people who are uncomfortable with such things being used in games, everything would have been fine. Where things not really messed up, where things got really messed up was when the studio head, Daryl Gallagher, made a statement on the game's official site. In this particular section, this is a quote, in this particular section, while there is a threatening undertone in the sequence and the surrounding drama, it never goes any further than the scenes that we have already shown publicly. He said, sexual assault of any kind is categorically not a theme that we cover in this game. Um, So Audrey says, say what now? Crystal Dynamic uh, clearly intends sexual assault to be part of Laura's evolution. There are a few things seriously off. There are a few things seriously off about Crystal Dynamics flip flopping on the issue. To start, don't show a trailer where a dude pushes a terrified girl against a wall, tries to grab her ass while slobbering all over her neck, and then tell us sexual assault of any kind isn't in the game. It's not only a blatant lie. Seriously, try pulling that on a female officer to see if she considers it sexual assault. It's an insult to our intelligence, and it's just praying tacky. I agree. That you can't deny that that is a theme in this. That it's a theme in this trailer at the very minimum. And if the trailer is actually part of any part of the gameplay, it's a theme in the game. True. And you can't deny that. You are. I remember when I saw this trailer, the first thing I thought was, wow, this is going to be a grimy ass game. 
they're you, you, they have a attempted sexual assault in the trailer for the game. They they really went there. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Again, the fact that attempted sexual assault is included in the game isn't the issue at hand. Whether or not the guy was successful in his attempted sexual assault of Laura isn't important either. The fact that it is attempted in one of the game's pivotal scenes that justifies her becoming a killer, no less, means it is a theme in the game. To deny that it happened is odd and plain doesn't sit well. After all, why go through the trouble of including that scene only to backpedal at, at the first sign of controversy? Right. I remember I was on Gchat and Chris Lambert was telling me he saw the trailer and we both had this first, our first initial thought was, wow, they really are pushing the envelope. That's not something you see in video games where we're going to talk about openly about, yeah, these are some bad criminals she has to kill and one of them tried to fucking rape her. We're not going to talk about that. You know what I mean? Like that's, you've never seen a game with that in the trailer. So, um. Yeah, you, you have games that, touch sex some games where they have sex but like you say it's never pushed up from over in the trailer heavy things were handled intelligently with proper amount of respect can potentially add depth to a game's narrative by forcing us to consider the issue at hand perhaps in a new light games like Catherine or heavy rain prove that beyond a doubt that it's possible to handle controversial topics sex adultery child abduction murder torture in such a way to propel a game to a new emotional heights um, I'd even add that uh, Rockstar game. Um, I think it was L.A. Noir. Mm-hmm. They also covered some very grimy ass subjects. Uh, you know, in a way that you know you get you you really they didn't shy away from it. You know, yeah. Those developers achieved this by maintaining a clear vision of their game, their intentions behind employing these themes, crystal clear and well communicated. The same cannot be said about Tomb Raider until some backpedaling put an unflattering light on what they could, what could have been a powerful motivation for young Laura. Instead of setting up a defining moment for a newly rebooted, rebooted character, Crystal Dynamics had dug itself a hole, conflicting comments. Oh, conflicting comments. One, it will have a hard time crawling out of. Now, here's the thing. I don't think it will have a hard time crawling out of nope. this at all. Because uh, the, 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 the actual thing is, you're still going to play this game. You're still going to get this game. Why? Because it looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the gameplay looks off the fucking chain. It does. It's, it looks it's like it's beautiful. finally getting the remake of Lara Croft that a lot of people uh, wanted to see. Yes, as an actual action star. Yes, that, and, not, and not very clean cut because the old, old ones were really clean cut. You yeah. know, as far as the clean cut play and the action. And, well, the action on the other games were a little frustrating and clunky, and yeah, the you know some of the puzzle solving and stuff. This looks more like an actiony game. Yes, this, this looks more like Drake's Uncharted, uh, like Uncharted. Charted, yes, uh, but um, but for Tomb Raider. So I don't think like I think all this complaining aside, sh- she's full of shit when she thinks that people aren't going to go see get this game. I know it's so, or like they're in some serious hot water. Like no, this actually. Um, uh, for all for all intents and purposes, this is actually a non-issue. They made it an issue by addressing it, which is funny. You yes. know, like they got scared. This is what happens when you put something out and you're actually scared of owning it. Yeah, and, and instead of just instead of just saying this was a pivotal moment in the game and this, you know, we we don't approve of this, but it's a reality. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. it'd have been a better way to handle it. Well, but. he got he got scared. He got scared. That's what happened. You know, it's like a director makes a movie and in the movie a rape occurs. It doesn't mean that director is saying rape is okay. That's right. 
he's saying that this character this is what will happen in this movie this this character did this we're not condoning it we're not saying please yeah. do this we're, mm-hmm. we're saying it's fucked up and the character's going through something fucked up so you're seeing it so yes. you know i think that's what they fucked up is that you know like most companies they got scared you know uh and they panicked in my opinion mm-hmm. so and i think that's kind of what they fucked up but at the end of the day talk all you want most people are still gonna buy that fucking game yes they are still gonna sell off the hook so let's stop pretending like oh it's so terrible they fucked up like did they really fuck up or are you gonna buy it anyway nerd i know it's of course so. you are because i'm gonna buy it i'm a nerd too like we all gonna buy shit so let's chill out and nobody really saw the trailer and was like oh they're gonna show a rape we all were like that they no way no way in fucking hell you're about to watch somebody get raped in a video game. Now that's too far. Nope. The problem was this dude got scared and tried to define, uh, try, he just tried to calm everyone's fear. Like, there's no sexual assault in here, I promise you. You know, by his definition of what sexual assault is, not the textbook, which is what that dude was doing to her is sexual assault. Yes, sir. All right. When somebody else farts, it's common to wave your hand, not a gun. Oh, shit. But Daniel Collins was apparently flat out tired of his neighbor's flatulent and decided to raise a stink with the help of his trusted firearm. Oh, he better be careful. You know, you get too much gas in there. Mess around and blow everybody the hell up. Police in Teaneck, New Jersey, said Collins, 72 years old. Oh, man, that old man strength. Has been yes. in, involved in on, an ongoing dispute with an unidentified neighbor for some time. But Collins got really gassed. Jesus, the fucking puns in this fucking terrible fucking ah! article. <sighs> but Collins got really gassed when the oh. man passed gas near Collins' apartment door. Um, it it apparently was the shot heard and smelt around the world. Oh Lord, these plans are terrible. I could have done better than this. Yes, or at least uh, in New Jersey because Collins allegedly pointed a revolver at the flatulent neighbor neighbor in the vestibule of their apartment building and said, "I'm going to put a hole in your head." When the p- police arrived, Collins denied the threat but consented to a search. Authorities recovered a thirty-two caliber revolver from his vehicle. Collins was charged with aggravated assault, unlawful possession of a firearm, possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose, and terroristic threats, but later released on his own recognizance. What the hell did the dude just walk around farting all the time? I don't understand this. What the hell was he eating? Guess the race of Daniel Collins' chat room. The man from New Jersey who pulled a gun on his neighbor for farting. <laughs> Um, let's see. White like the lips on a person in blackface, says L Brothers. Ashley says, white. Mm, stuck up white, says Justin Barber. Or Jason Barber, sorry. Skip Bayless, white with no upper lip, says Popson. So, uh, looks like the chat room is all going with white. Crazy Vietnam vet, white. Correct answer? Black. Mm-hmm. He was black, y'all. It was a black man who was tired of too much farting. So yeah, nah. he said whoever smelt it is about to deal with these bullets. <laughs> I saw this poll and just thought it was funny. Um, 75% of women say they don't date or they won't date unemployed men. So there goes your gender equality all out the window. Uh, while losing your job may be devastating blow to your career aspirations, it may be an even bigger blow to your personal life. Apparently, newsflash, women don't want no broke ass niggas. What? Amazing. Damn, like that's new news. <laughs> a significant majority of women said they would not date a man who was unemployed. Just one third of men said they said they would date an unemployed wait, just one third of men said they would date an unemployed woman. Uh I think they wrote that wrong. Mm-hmm. 
75 percent of women said they would be unlikely to date an unemployed man with 33 percent saying no outright <laughs> another 42 percent of women answered maybe when asked about the possibility of dating an unemployed man that answer however came with the stipulation that these women would not have to spend a lot of time in a relationship if the man did not plan have a plan in place Just 21% of women said they would date an unemployed man. Women, however, insist that feelings are not solely based on money. Rather, respondents uh, said they were interested in dating someone who engaged in an activity. Respondents felt that work was a beneficial activity for men to participate in. Nigga, work. Because they get paid. Come on, man. That's right. Not having a job will benefit, will definitely make it harder for men to date someone they don't already know, says Irene Lakata, spokesperson for It's Just Lunch, a dating service for professionals. Um, this is the rare area compared to other topics we've done surveys where women's old fashioned beliefs about sex roles do seem to apply. On the other hand, the prospect of dating an unemployed woman was not a problem for nearly two-thirds of men. In fact, 19% of men said they had no reservations, and 46% of men said they were positive they would date an unemployed woman. So, yeah, them gender roles still alive. Alive, alive and well. And, and, and I guess for, um, for most uh, women, they looking like, and I, and I think I would need to know why. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I ain't saying they no gold diggers. True. But, nigga, you better have a job because yeah. bills don't stop because you ain't working. I mean, I don't think it's, I mean, I think people are always, like, upset about the gender role thing in some circles and shit. But I get it. I don't think it's, like, the worst thing in the world to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I don't want to date a dude that don't got a job. And, yeah, and I, I think it, it makes sense in our society that more men feel like they can do the whole, you know, I'm going to take care of a woman. She ain't got a job. I can work with that. And more women feel like, no, you need to be a provider. You need to prove you can do for more for yourself. That's just where we are in society. And and according to our government, y'all make more, nigga. Right. Yeah. So you got that going, too. Uh, although I don't know that that's always true. But, um, yeah, by all the stereotypes and gender inequalities mm-hmm. we have, it makes sense to me that that would happen if you poll people. Oh, yeah. It's just kind of what we have going. Like, that's, that's what we taught right. our children. Yep, so. that the man's supposed to provide. Uh, Tyler Perry wants to direct a science fiction movie because he thought Prometheus was so bad that he thought I can do it. He thought Prometheus was bad? Yeah, he thought the writing in Prometheus was so bad. Now, we talked about it on Spoiled Movie Reviews. I also think the writing was terrible. Uh, that Tyler Perry thinks, well, fuck it, why not? I can get a shot at this. Why? Medea goes to space now? That's, remember when I said that at the family reunion and everybody thought I was being funny? And I was, but remember how every everybody there actually believed that it was possible? I was like, y'all ain't gonna see the next Medea movie? Is Medea in space? And everybody was like, oh, for real? Is that what, what he's doing next? And like, oh, you messing with us. That ain't true. Yeah, Medea is going to space. Sounds like Medea is going to space. And Medea is. Fresh from proving that he can be a viable action star, provided the expectations are lowered to James Patterson levels, Tyler Perry has moved up to the next phase of Tyler Perry's Why Don't You Let Tyler Perry Do This Career Shift. With Tyler Perry telling... (laughs) 
with Tyler Perry Teller, blackfilm.com that Tyler Perry is writing Tyler Perry's very own sci-fi movie. Tyler Perry didn't provide many details about the project other than the fact that Tyler Perry is writing a sci-fi film that Tyler Perry is really excited about. Though what, Tyler what? Perry did, well, come on, Karen, you know Tyler Perry presents everything. Tyler Perry did take the opportunity to offer Ooh. Tyler Perry's opinion on Prometheus. Who wrote this? Why, 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 what, what's wrong with Ty- Sounds to me like Tyler Perry wrote it, Karen, because Tyler, yes. <laughs> Tyler Perry loves putting his name on everything. I'm going to say shit, just say he. Tyler Perry presents Tyler Perry in this sentence. Tyler Perry was very disappointed with Prometheus. Tyler Perry said a commonly held opinion, judging from your Facebook feed. But now that Tyler Perry has taken something you've seen many times before, put Tyler Perry's name in front of it, is expected to make several billion dollars. Anyway, consider Tyler Perry says that the Alien franchise compromises Tyler Perry's favorite movies. Uh, I mean, comprises his favorite movies. Brad's Tyler Perry's sci-fi film will find Tyler Perry investigating distant an unexplored Tyler system, a mission that goes away when Tyler Perry's chest suddenly bursts open to reveal a hissing Tyler Perry. That was a good, good article. If if you say so, I think I think it'd be terrible, man. Do you, would you have like the aliens with the baby mama drama and all that type of stuff? I mean, that that's normally what his movies is about. Uh, this lady got uh, mad at her neighbor or some shit. So um, apparently, a blind woman told a social worker that she did something to her elderly roommate and that something turned out to be incredibly disturbing, Karen. Oh, shit. What happened? Checks party mix. Okay. A lotion bottle. Oh, okay. A piece of diaper. Where's this story going? A candy wrapper. And 10 inches of rope. Geraldine Cherry, 50 years old, admitted she took all those items Shoved them down her roommate's throat, killing her. Well, damn. Well, they say the blind are more sensitive, Karen. And, and she was blind? Yeah. She sounds sensitive as hell. Yeah. Well, her sense of touch was great. In the case of the blind choking the old. <laughs> at first, ah. <laughs> at first, Kathleen McGee went 70, appeared to have died June 10 of natural causes. But now, uh. Lay a face up in her bed, but now they they know her roommate killed her. Wow! A naked man attacks a flood victim's car on Sunday night in the howling storm. A naked Did man he was, pee on it or something? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Karen. I don't know what happened. <laughs> this is in Florida, okay? Oh, Florida! So who knows how it happened? <laughs> on Sunday night in the howling storm, a naked man with a golf club claimed the car as his own. He peed on it, and uh, then other dogs sniffed it and walked away. That makes sense. It was a 1999 Pontiac Grand Am, and Pasco deputies say it had been abandoned earlier that day by a pizza delivery woman after it stalled in rising floodwaters at Jarvis Street. So he said, this is mine now. (laughs) Oh, he's just like, fuck it, I'm taking it. Neighbors told deputies they saw Larry Norman, uh, Larry Norman Hill, 57, uh, who lives in Cape Cod Drive completely naked and smashing the stranded vehicle with a golf club. The side mirrors were knocked off, the headlight ripped out, the roof uh, caved in, the doors were open, letting flood water inside. Jesus, why would he do all that? Wow. And naked? A neighbor told him, stop hitting the vehicle, asked him how would he like if someone did that to his car. The defendant told him it was his car now. Oh, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to take this car, nigget. The piece of delivery woman went back for her car Monday, saw the damage, and called the sheriff's office. Neighbors pointed to Hill. When he was found walking on Moogro, Hill was apparently clothed and in possession of a putter. 
though it was determined the damage was done done by a driver. Yeah, a driver always messes up a car. We'll think it was a women's driver. Oh, up top. <laughs> Hill. A nine iron or something like that? Well, maybe it's an Asian driver. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, the racism coming oh, out, sir. Not me. Shout out to Shirley Wong. Uh, Hill See? told a deputy. That dep- me, Shirley. Hill told a deputy that he was uh, on the car's roof because he thought a baby was inside and wanted to save it. I asked him why he opened the doors to the vehicle. He told me he wanted to air it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I let water in? In a flood. Okay. He's charged with criminal mischief and remain in jail in lieu of a thousand dollars bail. Oh, what a jerkwad! Yeah. Um. <laughs> guess the race of that man. I know his race. Guess the race of the dude that fucked up the car. Let's see here. Um, white says Ashley. Old angry Popeyes chicken eating moon cricket says Leonard Brothers. Charlie Chaplin White says Popson. <laughs> Correct answer. It was a brother. That's right. Wow. It was actually a brother that With did that golf shit. Golf clubs and it wouldn't talk a woods. What's going on here? I know, man. I was surprised as you guys. Um, all right, man. I think that's enough, man. We had one more sore incident, and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. A CTA Orange Line train driver got a samurai surprise on Saturday when he encountered a sword-wielding man in the middle of the tracks. According to Chicago police, the 35-year-old operator was driving the Orange Line train at 4.30 p.m. June 16th when he saw the man on the tracks at 14th Street and called the CTA control room to turn off the power to the line. He then left the train and confronted the man who started swinging the sword at him, lacerating his right earlobe, causing a deep laceration in his right forearm. Oh. Why do you, why do you confront a motherfucker with a sword by yourself? Mm-hmm. Don't you see? He has a see. This is the shit I'm talking about. People aren't taking this shit serious, folks. You got to take the people with the sword serious. He was like, well, it's not a gun. Let me go talk to him. If it was a gun, I bet he would stay his fucking ass on that train. Well, it's a sword. He's like, I'll just go ask him to get off the tracks. Chop, chop. Uh, the employee then uh, subdued the man and took him aboard the waiting Orange Line train while police met at, met at the Roosevelt, oh, which the police met at the Roosevelt set, station. Police later charged Albert R. Barrage, I think it was a berserker barrage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 30 years old, with aggravated battery. Police said Barrage had stolen the double-edged Chinese decorative sword from the Oriental Arts Center in Wentworth Avenue without paying and fled to the China Red Line down station where he confronted a security guard and then ran northbound and then onto the Orange Line tracks. The CTA employee was taken to Northwestern Hospital where he was treated and released. Wow. Oh, uh, you got to take these sore people seriously, guys. All right. It's stupid at this point. It is. They, All right. We need to push legislation on that. And we and until they do, we will keep covering these stories. I forgot about this story. This is creepy as fuck. Uh-oh. When did Tucson resident Moses Antonio Shepard's chasing of a woman turn into an interstate stalking case? Well, damn. According to the federal government, some point before the 18-year mark. Shepard was sentenced yesterday to 100 months in prison as a, a 19th anniversary for his one and only date with the victim comes in September. I don't think you understand, Karen. Whoa. They went on one date. He has stalked this woman for 18 years. Damn. Didn't he, didn't he sleep with her? 
I don't think so. Maybe it was Erica Badu. You know, maybe she had that box. She she got that good stuff. According to the federal court documents, Shepard followed the woman back and forth across the country since getting rejected for a second (gasps) date. Across the country? In New York in the early early 90s. While in New York, he called her late at night and and hang up the phone. He'd go to where she worked, went to school, go to the, got on the subway and where she lived. He mailed her a photocopy of her high school yearbook photo. Once the woman answered the door to her apartment and Shepard grabbed her arm and tried to get inside, which he didn't manage to do. How has she not put this nigga down yet? Y'all shot this dude years ago. What? In 1994, the woman moved to New Mexico where Shepard kept sending her creepy letters. One was postmarked from Phoenix with Shepard's, with Shepard saying he was getting close to her. The woman moved into a house. Shit. She moved into a house with her parents in Tucson in 1995, where sure enough, Shepard used her cre- his creeper skills to get her address and send her letters. The victim got a restraining order. How Se- the fuck was he finding her? September 1996, she moved. Well, she was uh, um, part of Foursquare, Karen. See, that's so, what happened. Quit updating your shit. She kept checking in. She's like, it's like, stop stalking me. Anyway, checking in the Starbucks on the corner of 4th <laughs> Avenue yes. Street. Um, the woman moved to, okay, so in September 1996, she moved to, to San Diego, but kept everything registered to the Tucson address. And Shepard resumed sending letters to her parents' house after the restraining order expired. In 2001, the woman's sister-in-law, who had the same name, underwent a rare heart surgery, and her name was published in the medical journal. Of course, Shepard sent a letter to her using the journal as a middleman. <gasps> letters kept coming until Shepard shifted more toward telephone calls to harass the woman. A few years later, Shepard discovered the email, email, and you can imagine how that went. After one email, compared himself to a guy who went on a shooting spree in a fitness center West Hartford, in West Hartford, Connecticut, police detect, uh, decided that that was enough and applied for an arrest warrant for Shepard for the fifth time. The f- the fifth time. It's amazing how far people can go. And 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 like I say, I understand the internet. I understand it, but but too much public information is just out there. And this is and this he had to really investigate because this shit was before Google. Yeah, this shit is before all this stuff. Like this before you could put a Google alert on somebody's name, he was just straight up stalking her. Old school investigation. I'm fine if your name pop up anywhere. I will find your ass. Since Shepard, wow. since Shepard was living in Tucson at the time, the feds got involved, arresting him and hitting him with a pair of interstate stalking charges. The FBI says that in sentencing Shepard uh, to 100 months in prison, George, Judge Jorgensen noted the extreme distress caused to the victim and Shepard's lack of remorse for his crimes. At least the woman has an eight-year head start to get away. Well, I hope so. I've always heard that. Sounds like that- this dude's... You're not going to stop till he's put down. No, and that's some shit where you just legally have to change your name. Fuck it. I just go and need another name. Jeez, one date. She must be fine as hell. Anyway. What? She must got that good stuff. Thanks for listening to the Blackout Tips podcast. Of course, you guys know where to find us. Go to theblackouttips.com. Donate to the show. Vote in the polls. All that good stuff. Call the show. 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail throughout the week or talk to us live Saturday, well, afternoon. I probably have to work Saturday morning. Um, make sure you guys are doing all that good stuff, man. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That isn't D-A-T. The show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. 
So make sure you guys are, you know, to hitting up the show, Twitter and stuff too. Um, and we're trying to, um, you know, keep expanding. So keep sharing us on Stitcher Radio and liking us on Facebook, all that stuff, man. If you're new to the show, uh, go leave us a review on iTunes, all that stuff, man. You guys are really, uh, spreading the word and the show is growing exponentially, man. We work hard, but we work hard for you guys and you guys make it worth it, man. So, uh, thank you. And we'll probably be taking, uh, the week of the fourth off. Mm-hmm. But uh, we will do a feedback show uh, this weekend for you guys. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to. I need to rest. <laughs> and I got some days I work. Yeah, so. But thank you guys. Um, y'all have a good day. Uh, I think that's all for now. Mm-hmm. I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Listen all you fellas, then you won't have to worry, no, no, no. Listen all you fellas. Yeah, 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 what's up, mommy? Oh, what up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, man? Where you coming from? Toronto, way. Ain't nothing happening, you know. All right. Yo.
about to be all up in between, man. The flag was lowered, so my wood was raised, followed by shielding of my building to protect me from the blaze. This granted access to southern parts of her border. Did you have a